Welcome to Facehammer, the show may contain naughty language and explicit content. You have been warned. Episode 14 of Facehammer, your Age of Sigmar podcast. It's me, Russ. I've got a fucking sore throat meal. <laughs> and not <laughs> going to sound too good in this show. Nope. And uh, I'm joined by everyone today. Hello. And that's uh, Les doesn't play Age of Sigmar Martin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Byron doesn't play just Sigmar doesn't play just Sigmar and um, Terry does play just Sigmar Pike <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, I'm just messing around really. um, welcome to the show I know it's been a while since we recorded last um, we did quite a mammoth quick release of the Clash show and basically um, apologies for the longer than anticipated delay due to my horrific illness um, of the last couple of weeks. We were going to record about two weeks ago. But also, it's been a bit of a lull because there's been a lull in activity for Age of Sigma. Um, it's not a secret. I'm not going to try and dress it up and, and bullshit you about it because you, you're you not stupid. Um, you know, you guys know what that nothing's really been happening. So if there isn't anything to talk about, I'm not going to release a show just for the sake of it. So, um, yeah, uh, it's been a while. So, <laughs> um, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, basically, I'm just going to go through like some of the releases that have come up that we haven't talked about yet. Um, a little bit about the state of the community and uh, the game. And we're also going to talk about the the future. And what I mean by that is the upcoming events, which should actually spurn some more interest for the game um, if only Games Workshop realised that and actually supported events but there you go it's never going to happen is it um, not unless they get someone who actually knows how to run a business in charge uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to be too negative but you know I'm, in, I'm not well and it's I'm in truth. a bad mood yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no in all seriousness they are Grumpa Lump and his three friends exactly we are the Grumpy cast no uh, we're not going to bash on no. on the game because people listening to this want to hear about Age of Sigma so yeah. um, <clears throat> okay so release wise uh, I've basically not been buying anything because I was in a, a bit of a slippery slope where I was buying all the releases and I still haven't read the books so I decided that hey they're not going anywhere um, I don't need to buy them on the release weekend um, I haven't painted my corn stuff so I was like well why am I keep buying models I've got so many models that I just decided to put a, put a stopper on it basically um, so but we'll talk about what's come out so basically they have released two battle tomes um, which I guess are like army books they're like a consolidated list of war scrolls. Yeah, but they've got fluff and stuff as well. Yeah, they, they? they do have fluff in there. I haven't actually looked at the books yet. Uh, I don't know. Has any of you had a chance to flick through one? 
The Stormcast one looks pretty cool. I, I noticed it in the, the local workshop the other day. And, um, Did you have a look through it? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was one of the ones that they didn't have because they start packing stuff in cellophane these days, don't they, with like some of the books. Um, but yeah, like it was open and the artwork's really, really good. And like Terry said, it's kind of like they've consolidated all of the the scrolls that are available online. They've just put them in like a handy book, which is cool. So cause, like an army book. Like an army book, yeah. yeah. With just um, <laughs> with, with no points values. With no points values. <laughs> well, um, that's not going to happen. So, no. um, you know. so yeah, it's just it's pretty cool actually. I mean, like I say, if it was um, if the army wasn't dull as dishwater to play, I think it'd be quite a good, quite a good sort of book to have. Yeah, I think this is a bit. I'm a little bit disappointed that the two new books that have come out are Stormcast and Corn, and actually the scrolls that. Are more boring than the ones that they've released for the older products. Yeah. You look at back at the other, the War Scroll PDFs, and they're a heck of a lot more exciting than the new ones. Yeah, the problem with the Stormcast is it's it's dude in armor with spear, yeah. dude, dude in armor with, with hammer, hammer. dude, dude in, armor in armor with, with su- Yeah, it's just they're all the <laughs> dude, same thing. Dude in armor with wings. Yeah, and fly lantern and bird. Uh, and it's dude like, in armor with a seeing horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that model is fantastic. <laughs> he's not got what he's doing. The Geraldo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about some of the character models. So I'm going to talk about the corn ones first. So you've got the Skull Grinder, which this guy is basically um, like a Skull Reaper, Wrathmonger. He's got a flaming chain hammer. Yeah. Okay, I'm not a massive fan of this model. And 18 quid is uh, a little bit... His pose doesn't make sense. Ooh. He's striding forwards, and yeah. somehow he's got this massive heavy thing. There's like It doesn't look like he's swinging his thing. He's just walking forwards, and that may as well be a balloon in his hand for all the effect <laughs> on the models and Athens. Well, oh, it, someone it, needs to model like a, a big corn balloon into his hand instead. <laughs> I've actually got my corn r- balloon from the release. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. We could, actually, we could actually model that. Um... So he's like <clears throat> he's just, he's striding forwards like there, there's no momentum going on anywhere. But then there's this thing that is about as big as his torso, made of skulls and fire and metal and blood. That would be and swinging him around if yeah. He was no, I think you'll it. find he's trailing sulfurous flame. Oh God, really? The chained <laughs> anvil of the skull grinder roars through the air like a dark <laughs> mockery of Sigmar's twin-tailed comet. <laughs> Christ. Mockery the is Cornate Smith swings his mighty weapon in wide bloody arcs, smashing bone and pulping flesh and crushing skulls to draw down the blessings of the blood god. I think he's a happy little chap. He's skipping he, through he, blood he, puddles he, he, in yeah. his Wellington yeah. boots and having oh, a lovely time. Trailing the balloon of corn. <laughs> The, the skull is, grinder though, roars with joy as he skips through the battlefield <laughs> in a mockery bleak. to all that is Warhammer. <laughs> the thing is, though, it's like, how could they get that one so wrong compared to the priest? Well, we'll talk about the priest in a minute, but I yep. want to talk about the guy's rules. Oh. Um, he's got a four-up save, which is okay. Five wounds, he's a hero. Yeah. He's also got the keyword skull grinder. That's useful. I don't know what that means. Um, he, well, that's him. He, well, yeah, but... <laughs> He's just, it's kind of a bit strange. Well, um, that's how it is. <clears throat> he's got two attacks, threes and twos. So he's basically Warhammer 7th edition equivalent of good. <laughs> threes <laughs> and twos and minus one rend damage three, which is pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty tasty. Two inch reach. 
Um, he has got the ability favoured by Corn. Add one to the bravery of all mortal corn units within six. Whatever. You don't <laughs> care because there's so many ways to make your army immune to battle shot. You don't yeah. really care. Altar of Skulls. If a hero or monster is slain by the skull grind, grinder's brazen anvil, the skull grinder and all mortal corn units within eight are blood blessed. Uh, and if the hit roll for an attack made by a blood blessed model is four or more, make two wound rolls. That's pretty damn good. That's quite um, salty. <laughs> the only issue I have with that is that people generally will be protecting their heroes. Um, yeah. And, and he not will just get sniped out. Yeah. And if they're not, if their hero is a fighty character who's going to be in a position where you could actually get into combat with your infantry man, they will kill him before he gets to kill them because he's got five wounds and a four up save. Most decent characters will be on dragons with multiple wounds and better saves and but he's not he's not terrible, he's okay. He's cool. Uh I don't I don't think the model's that bad. He he's you know he's he all reminds right. me of the Lawmaster. Like, like something is wrong. Uh yeah, I'm not a, I don't think he's as bad as the Lawmaster. I think the Lawmaster is in a league of his own for The Lawmaster's so derpy. The way um, he's like just It's like they went arming the air. They put him in a cool sideways and then they just twisted his body like ninety degrees. They, they, they sort of broke him out of the mould and they were like, Oh, yeah, that works. <laughs> oh, I kind of missed. We kind of cut his waist off. That's oh, fine. We just mush it together. <laughs> um, so then the other corn character is the slaughter priest, and In this model juxtaposition. To this model is absolutely like, amazing. What's his name? Xerxes from yeah, three hundred. Yeah. He's just like D and D player. He looks. Porn. He looks baller. Yeah. Um, yes. Mean. I like. I like the fact he's got like a scarred mouth. And you can see like his upper, you know, you can see like his gums where his mm-hmm. lips been torn away. Um, pretty Does cool. anyone else think he's a bit darklandsy? You know, yes. like the, yeah, the yeah. newest miniature style. Yeah, he yeah, is. he's definitely a different style. He's like the the Blood Reaver kind of style, isn't he? The, yeah. They've, and I wish more of the models had that style. In, it's like a know, gritty like, realism, isn't it? To it, I suppose. Yeah, and to both, that's what I like about. Balls. He's got a bit of. Like Mad Max pantomime about him, I think. Yeah. Like the massive yeah. horns on his neck and the way that his face is so over the top, but is actually in proportion. Um, like the only criticism I have of this model is that is like because the rest of him isn't in armor, his legs, like his shins, look a bit too chunky and cartoony in comparison. I would, I would rather there was some other shit going on there. Rather than, he like, had like boots on. Yeah, rather than Uber Space Marine Greaves. Maybe they could have skinny them down or, or had Rather than he looks like he's just started to get in his armour and got bored. <laughs> Forgot to put his top oh. on, walk tech went off. Uh, well, you know what the most important bit of your body to armour and that is your, your shins. Well, if you're yeah. going to be Perhaps dumping in those puddles, you don't want wet feet. No. No, it's true. <laughs> um, I, love, I love this model. I think it is yeah. amazing. And, um, like, proportionally, I mean... For, I'm sure it's the same for every other store, but as far as Element went, he outsold everything else at that release by like four or five times. Yeah, I'm so, not surprised. Um, people are buying that who aren't buying him for games. Which is a nice blatantly. model. I mean, you, you could use him for a million different things as well. Yeah. yeah, there's a kid in the local store to me who's put the corn exalted herald head off the Blood Throne kit on him and turned him into a big corn herald. Mm-hmm. And it actually looks all right. Because oh, the neck's sticking out, that. it's a um, because the neck's sticking out. That's not a dodgy head swap either. That's a fairly yeah. easy, straight up one for one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like the fact he's like a sort of executioner. Um, rule rules wise, um, 
I think he's not that good. Um, I played against him the other night. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what he did because I shot him off before he got to do yeah, anything. Yeah, say five up saves, six wounds, movement six. Blood bathed axe, two inch reach, three attacks, fours and threes, damage two. Um, and basically he's got, um, he can unbind a spell. So yeah. it's like anti-magic. Um, in your hero phase, he can pray to corn. Pick uh, one of the players, pick one of the the prayers on the right, basically. Roll a dice, adding one to the result. If the sort priest slew an enemy, uh, the result is four or higher. The uh, prayer is answered. And the, attack t- the effect takes place. The result is a one. The slot priest supplication is seen as unworthy. He takes D3 mortal wounds, which isn't very nice. Basically, you could just not do it unless you killed something, and then you wouldn't have to worry about that. Uh, Blood boil. Pick an enemy unit within 16. That unit has D6 mortal wounds. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, blood bind. The slot priest fires. Uh, blood. Blah, 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 blah. Um, pick an enemy unit that is in 16 not within 3 of any of your units all models in the unit must run as far as possible towards your nearest unit as if it was their movement phase so pretty good you can pull people into range uh, yeah. you can pull p- units out of the way so actually pretty good, the only issue with him is his survivability yeah. but, but then I think if you could saturate the I mean if you're using corn bloodbound You've got your banner, that's going to be a priority target. You know, he's going to be a priority target. You could take two of him. It almost gives you a kind of a magic phase. Yeah. I, I think he's quite cool, actually, in reflection. I think I'd probably run two in a list if I was playing pure corn. Multiples of him could definitely work, couldn't they? I think. Yeah, I mean, basically, you've got you've basically got a ghetto uh, siren song, for people who remember that. And D6 Mortal Wounds is nothing to be sniffed no, at. No, that is pretty good. That's like Kairos' spell. <laughs> D6 Mortal Wounds. Yeah, just take D6 Wounds. It's yeah, good. it's good. Um, obviously, it's better if you're fighting with him, but then he's not very survivable. So. Yeah, but not many of the characters are, in, unless they've got buffs on them. Yeah, well, that, that's the problem with uh, corn. a you corn don't army. Really you get don't it. have Arcane Shield. <laughs> Yeah. Unless you take some chaos sources and just chuck them in, yeah, oh, I would do something like that. Yeah, I would. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, those are basically the corn releases. Um, they did release. I don't know if we talked about it, but the the new um, juggernauts. What, juggernauts. Yeah, juggernauts. It- They've repackaged them. That you can only buy them in boxes of six now. Really? Yeah, yeah skull crushers. They repackaged the skull okay. crushers. Yeah, they yeah, they're reboxed quid. into six. So I did. They, got they cost less though. They? Yeah, they cost less because they were yeah, they were thirty five for free. Yeah, and now they're sixty. Yeah, or thirty six. Yeah, so you, you save like twelve pound and even more off, off so uh, Element Games. You just so. got to buy six. Yeah. It's a little Billy with his pocket money. He wants to start a corn army. Ask your best mum and dad for sixty quid now instead of thirty five. Yeah. Okay. Why not just sell them in? Bo- I don't get it. Why not just sell them in boxes of three? I don't, I, uh, I don't think any. I don't think any of us know that. But That's they did like get, going, they did, they did well, get cheaper. You like know, you could buy Cyclotangrafin for thirty quid, or you could buy three of him for not eighty-five. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want three of him. Yeah, but that's the only way we sell him. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? 
I was actually going to talk about the Blood Warriors because they released them in a box. I don't think we covered that. No. Um, and they've got some new weapons. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure they're as good as the ones in the starter set, which is a bit weird. But the ones in the starter yeah. set are like that's that's like saying it's not the best thing in the world. So it's not that good though because they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I'm being a bit facetious, really, but. I don't get the guy with like the, the double headed axe thing. The head trimmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I don't well, just... He, he just runs forward with his arms out in front of him like Superman and hopes that they're at head height and then he chops off people's necks. I, don't, I suppose I, I like the more sort of like the. I don't know, the, the I like it cutting guys like the, with the axes the and shields. Backcliff from um, the Star Trek. But more like corny. Oh yeah, the cling thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but I think yeah, the like, it's I... called the Gorglave. Is it okay? Yeah. Well, this no, will I... be interesting for you, Russ. This is the Brass Stampede, right? Which is eighteen skull crushers and a corn lord on a jugger. Mm. Two hundred and ten pounds. Good, yeah, but good people deal. with too much money. <laughs> you I can't, I can't add three boxes to the cart help me yeah. oh, hey, one click button sweet <laughs> well isn't that a war scroll as well isn't that a battalion or whatever it's called a brass stampede it yeah. probably is I'm sure it is it will be now and you yeah. could buy it on your Warhammer Age of Sigma app for £3.50 or something stupid yeah <laughs> um, so yeah they've released the chaos stuff they've released the book um Scarborough. They've also, uh, yeah. I I want to talk about Scarbrand because he uses the same Bloodthirster kit as the new Bloodthirster with some different pieces, and he's eighty pounds. I don't understand because like the Lord of the Dance Bloodthirster is essentially a better kit. Than the one yeah, that's like that. Yeah. Michael Flatley, <laughs> the Michael Flatley is Bloodthirster, not to be sniffed at. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it's, that's the same, not it's the that. same sprue from dun, like dun, dun, one dun, part. Dun. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does when he comes down. <laughs> when you, if you do, they should. That should be a rule, shouldn't it? If you do river dance when you summon him, you get like plus three. Yeah, that sounds legit. It, well, it, get, see, write it in Games Workshop. If you're listening, I could work for your design team. <laughs> Yeah, if you Michael flatly it up, you get three blood thrusters instead of one. Because you have to buy three blood thrusters and then they're rubbing their hands together. Yeah, because you have to put them in a line because it was not river dancing. <laughs> <laughs> could be a formation, couldn't it? Con- conger- congering for fluff reasons. The Michael, the Michael nah, Billy, first Billy's line. Billy's doing a dance. <laughs> Billy oh dear. They'd, you'd have to call it like River of Blood Dance or something. <laughs> river of Skulls. <laughs> so are you saying, Terry, that essentially this is a slightly more pantomime less dancey bloodthirster for more money with more holes in its wings? Yes, less plastic. Okay. I, what I like about the wings is that they've got chains across them. Oh, wait a minute. No, I don't like that. No. I, uh, I'm not a massive fan. I like the bloodthirster, the other one. He does have a metal goatee, though. I yeah. saw it in the shop. It's it's okay. Uh, it's it's okay. The other one's better. But not a fan. I, I just love the normal first. I just think that they've gone back to like the, the, the old demon prince pose, haven't they? Of like, I don't know what I'm doing with my arm, so I'm going to put the board <laughs> on back and then Hug I'm going to stand astride. <laughs> and it's like the, the, the other blood first is so dynamic. 
compared to like you know Scarbrand, which is the the, the ultimate blood first. He, just, and he just looks stocky and if you want one on foot, slow, then you probably get this one. Otherwise, get the other one. No, you get, get the, the other, other one. one. And cut the flames <laughs> off of it and put it on a rock like I did. That's job done. Okay. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not I'm not a massive fan of him. Um he was well, he was a bit like um what is there anything notable in his rules? Does he do anything fancy? He's got horrendous rules. They're so he's like, filth. He he is filth. Is he? Absolute filth. Yeah. He has like the more damage he takes, the the worse he gets, as in like he doesn't get weaker, he gets just ultimately stronger to the point where he's nearly dead and then he just kills everything he touches didn't you say like he does like massive amounts of multiple wounds I, i'm sure like, i counted it up attacks. like yeah. if you hit with all your attacks you can do like 60 wounds to a unit in one attack yeah. is he a bond so he's like that bond villain what's the bond film where he's got the bullet traveling to odd job through his no the, the <laughs> guy's <laughs> oh <laughs> that's dying never no tomorrow no tomorrow never dies Dying every day. Yeah, he takes off his little little scully thing and throws it at people and drops. <laughs> and he dies if you put him on electric fence. No, yeah. Well, <laughs> you've just completely spoiled that film for people. It's the world is not enough. That's what it was. It is. Yeah, well, the villain's got a bullet traveling down his brain, and he gets stronger and stronger until the day he dies. Yeah. Is that, like that? Is that a Pierce Brosnan one? Because no one yeah. is a Pierce. Yeah, it is. Mate, Goldeneye was a Pierce Brosnan Bond film. Fuck Pierce That's Brosnan. Classic. Gold, Goldeneye is the best Bond film. No, Come on, man. Is Sean Connery in it? No, it's not the best one for Lic- License to Kill, Timothy Dalton was pretty fucking good. Sure. <sighs> <laughs> is that not the one where he's fucking skidding down the slope on a violin case? Isn't it? <laughs> uh, fucking... All of the fucking bonds you go to, yeah, Timothy Dalton, that'll be the one. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. I prefer the one with the guy where his wife dies at the end. George Lazenby. That's the cunt, yeah, him. <laughs> oh, dear. So, uh, Scarbrand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scarbrand so, on a violin case. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then some other stuff come he out. He basically got a raw if he's angry or furious or seething and ranger incandescent. Yeah, you roll a dice on a four plus mort wound. Um, he's got more attacks the more damage he takes. Um, they don't have a damage. Um, yeah, damage free, fours and threes, rends to rend, carnage, see below. Yeah. Roll a dice each time he hits a target with his axe. If the roll is greater than or equal to the result in the damage table, the hit has caused total carnage, and one enemy model he loses eight wounds. Mm-hmm. Or if slain, if it has eight or fewer wounds. Um, and that basically depends on how hurt you are, how often it is. Yeah. If you've taken 13 wounds, then it's, it's on a one plus. Yeah. You just um, go like proper baller and no just No saves can be taken. There's no escaping the axe's wrath. Um, yep. If the roll is less than the result on the table, the hit inflicts one more wound on the target. So basically just one wound or eight. Um, and then he gets an ability to, in the hero phase, look at his rage level. Um if he's not able to attack in at least one of the combat rounds of the previous battle round, he's incandescent regardless. Yeah, he goes nuts because so he's on the stuff that he's not fighting. He's incandescent, isn't he? Yeah. Um, it basically gets to re-roll the distance on charge, re-roll felt to hit rolls, re-roll stuff. Yeah, he's pretty good, isn't he? Yeah. 14 wounds for 4-up save. Yep. Pretty 
and he gets better the more you hurt him. Yeah. <laughs> did Did you guys see as well? There was a thing on the internet about him that that was like the actual the way the on his sprue was like due for release in like 2012 or 2013 yeah. or something. His, his sprue fits in the bloodburster a bloodthirster kit, as in you the one you, it, he designed it to be in the yeah, bloodthirster kit. The the body mm. sprue you use from the other bloodthirster is the one you get with Scarbrand plus his sprue with the wings and his weapons on it. And That's, his legs. So you yeah. just put his upper body on. If you've got like a million pains, you buy two and make the Lord of the Dance Scarbrand with his arms out. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah, so he should have been released in the other kit and obviously... It's probably they were going to put three sprues in the Bloodthirster kit. They decided not to. And yeah, then they I, thought, well, we could just milk it and release him later on. Yeah, there's a lot of chatter online about the the next kit, then like the the great demons have all been done apart from the Slanesh as well in there, like at the moment. Well, Slanesh is hiding. Yeah. Too much boobs. Too much boobs. <laughs> too much boobs. Speaking of too much boobs, let's talk about the Stormcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the the beer gut guy. Yeah, let's talk about the the best model they've released so far, and that's the Knight Heraldor. Um, Marco Polo trying to find someone with his yeah. Uh, he's either that or he's got he's hard of hearing. He's playing extreme. Where's Wally? Um, I don't know why he's got a skirt on. I don't know why he just looks fat. <laughs> a lot of the new character models for Age of Sigma they I think do look it's fat. The shape of their body because normally like your chest. I mean, obviously not in my case. But your chest is meant to be like wider than your gut. You, yeah. You, you're meant to, your body's meant to come in, isn't it, at the waist? Yeah. Whereas theirs is kind of opposite. Yeah. Because <laughs> they've got like a chest plate, and then they've got this little frilly bit underneath the chest that sticks out. So it kind of looks like their chest is small compared but got to the rest guts. of their body. And he does look like he's got some hips on him, doesn't he? So I don't. <laughs> they're, they're I'm not heavy sure there's. I I don't get it. It's like I don't think the chests are too small. Yeah, the chests need to be bigger because it's, it's like, out of proportion. I know it's to, armor, but to like the torso, like the part where like where, where like the six pack and stuff would be. The, yeah, the, the it's body big, too does, big compared to the pecs. It needs to be. Yeah, they need to have like a waist as opposed to them being like just all sort of trunk. Either that, or if they expanded the sides of the chest, then that would have the same effect. Yeah. Um, then they'd look proper meaty. They would look beefy. So. <laughs> he, d- he um, looks like a strange. He looks like a, a robot from Futurama. And and I don't get this. And I think maybe it's me, but I think the paint job they've painted his lower half of his mouth as skin. Have they? His lips and his chin looks like it's been painted in skin tone. It does. Now yeah, that's a bit odd. I thought that's in the fluff they're meant to be like suits of armour with nothing inside other than the soul but then maybe they went how's he going to blow his horn yeah it doesn't actually with stop all the undead <laughs> models that they've yeah. ever released having fucking horns yeah sweet lungs bro um, yeah what lungs yeah he's got a small chest he hasn't got very big lungs <laughs> I, I, I don't know I, I think this model is dog shit I, one of the worst ones of the release uh, by <laughs> By a long way. I mean, we've just been through this with the with the chaos stuff, but yet again, we're gonna like bitch about this one, say how shitty he is, and the fact that makes him seem all the worse is that he's standing next to better looking stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. 
How does his home blowing game the rules, though? I have no idea. Yeah. He's, uh... In your hero face, you can signal a call to arms. Uh, do this with the model's battle horn. He's got the battle horn. <laughs> <laughs> Pick like Stormcast that. Eternal unit within 10. The unit can charge this turn even if it retreats or runs. That's pretty good. When does Stormcast uh, run? When they want to get, when they could charge as well. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thunder Blast. In your shooting phase, a Knight Herald can sound a Thunder Blast with his battle horn. <laughs> Shaking buildings to the foundations. Okay. It's fist bang, his next rule. <laughs> it's a Vuvuzela. Oh, he's, he's fresh out of the World Cup. <laughs> he does look a bit like. <laughs> Don't say he looks a bit he? black. No, <laughs> he looks, no well, they, they've painted his skin so he definitely doesn't look black. He does look, he's got a bit of a carnival air about him, hasn't he? Standing there with his, his sword to the side like he doesn't even know what it's for. And his he little... does look a fruity, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. Fruity, fruity robot, tutti man. He's the musician, so he's the camp one. <laughs> um, <laughs> pick a train feature in 15 and roll a dice. Each unit. Uh, that many inches of the train feature takes D3 mortal wounds. That's pretty good. Mm. Alright, he's pretty good, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, oh, that's what way, he's, though, isn't it? Put a horn on the belt of a better looking model and save yourself some grief. Yeah. Boy just, Lord Celestant to just stick a, stick a horn on his in the sword hand or something. Yes, we that would look way better. kind of dirty behaviour. <laughs> Let's talk about the Knight Velex or... Vexilor. Vexilor. Yeah. Is that the BSB you got? He has yeah. a he has a banner. Yeah. Okay. Um he he does look a lot better. He does. Um, he's actually got some purpose about him. And he's actually looks like he's in proportion. He yeah. he just looks like a dude in armour. With a with like, a banner. Just like the rest of all the Stormcast models. Is it yeah, he's got his little head look, bits. Does his head look particularly small? Because the rest really of his arm small. is massive. Yeah. Do you think it doesn't help with the fact it's framed by that lightning stuff that it probably looks a little yeah, bit... It's the, the, yeah. sort of the back collar bit, isn't it? Yeah. I like, the, I like the model. I just... They're just all very similar. I don't yeah. like the paint job on that, to be honest. I think the paint job on that doesn't help it much. You know, it's when you look gold at... And not enough. It's 90% gold. I think it's, it's weird it... as well, because I think on the other models where they've got those, like, uh, armour panels, they've painted them in different colours. Mm-hmm. You know, on the shoulder pad, they've done the inner side, like, blue... Blue enamel, enamel. Yeah. But like on the arm, that is hand, where he's got like the green, like the, the that U shape. Yeah, yeah. The that braces. could have been blue. Yeah, and same on his leg and stuff like that. I think the white lightning bolts on the banner sort of like you get lost looking at it as well. Yeah, on a, on a white background for sure. I mean, for me, um, I think it's a pretty cool model, but that banner does look a little bit like some American. I think they've went well. We've sprayed in gold. Let's not let's not paint too much else other colours. He's got another banner option, hasn't he? Is it like you can give him a twin-tailed banner, can't you, instead of that one that looks like it's just like a hammer? I didn't know about that. No, I didn't you, know about that. If you click on the pictures on the, the website, he's got one which actually looks like a banner. Oh, it's actually like a proper banner, yeah. It looks a lot better with the banner, I think. Um, the twin-tailed one. It looks a bit small, the banner. It looks like you can actually carry it now, though. As I quite like the, the icon. I prefer the icon. Um, okay, rules-wise... What's he do? I don't know. I haven't actually looked. This is this is like live. Who's free up save? Pretty good. All the characters are free up saves, though, don't they? No, the the Heraldor's got a four up. Oh really? Yeah. Um, and I think like somebody. If he falls over, his horn goes in his eye. <laughs> That's it. 
You can re-roll charge rolls of Stormcast Tornadoes within 12. Um, meteoric Standard. So you've got two. Meteoric Standard. Once per battle, a Night Vex are carrying Standard Blah can call down a Comet. Pick a point on the battlefield within 24. Roll two dice, adding the results together. Each unit that is within that many inches takes D3 more wins. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Pennant of Stormbringer. Uh, once per battle. Blah. Because uh, summon a mighty hurricane. Pick a Stormcast Eternal unit in your army and remove it from play. Then set it up anywhere more than free from the enemy. Wow. It cannot move in the following <laughs> movement phase, but you can still charge. After setting that unit up, roll a dice for each enemy unit within six. On a four more, it's blasted and takes D3 more. Okay, that's better. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, So that's... I'll teleport my unit, you take damage, and then I'll charge you. So Do my unit of six retributors, I'm going to pick them up, drop them next to you, charge you, and smash your face with their hammers. Yeah. While I was <laughs> looking at the new models then, I just saw the skull grinder again, and I can only just see him holding a balloon now. <laughs> that's good. I think the banner guy, if you, uh, he's pretty survival as well with that three plus save. I mean, if you put the Castellan near him and stuff, you can get that, buff that up to a two, can't you? Stand him on a bit of terrain. Yeah. Yeah. So. Get him. Get him all done. Should we talk about the amazing things now? The, the, the amazing things that are well expensive, but what, what, the Celestial Prime. Oh, no, oh, the, the Knight Venator and the Azurios. I assume you're the talking dude about. with the parrot yeah. is the yeah. coolest like model. In, Articuno wielding badass motherfucker with a bow. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the, I, the angel dudes. I think that is the most cohesive uh, indication of what GW were aiming at doing with changing their IP so vastly towards something that looks more like Space Wings. That thing looks badass. I think it's amazing. The guy with the, like the frost heart is yeah. Incredible. That yeah. that's my favorite of all the Stormcast models. Agreed, hundred percent. I think it's fucking brilliant. Because he even looks sweet holding the lantern as well. Yep. Yeah. This the the pose because he's holding the lantern and the sword like he's sort of like wait like warding stuff off before he strikes and stuff as well. The it only just... thing that I think the model is missing is that right toe should be pointing downwards, um, yeah, and then it's perfect. I was, yeah. I was thinking. Of, I was just looking at that. Yeah, but I it's, just, it's awesome. They're so, they're exceptional. Other than the fact that those wings are an absolute nightmare to paint. Airbrush. <laughs> and the birdie is cool as well. You get a free bird, but you better have two for twenty five quid. Yeah, but, it's um, not really free, is it? <clears throat> no, I paying for that plastic. You are. I um, like genuinely. I I've, I've not seen enough of these painted well either. It annoys me. I was hoping I would see more of them about uh, on Twitter. I think we might actually end up doing a painting competition element just selfishly because I want to see more of them painted well. Um, I've seen one and it was painted all right and it looked awesome. Just such a cool model. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> it's got a star eagle. It's Ooh. not a fit, it's a star eagle. It's a frost heart phoenix, isn't it? It's a star <laughs> eagle. It's, a frost it is, heart it's just a frost heart. They've scaled down. <laughs> <laughs> What are his rules like then? Oh, I don't know. What does what is <laughs> what does he, what does so he do? What does the lantern do? The lantern. Um, yeah, I was looking at the one with the bow. I think the bow guys with the the frost bird. I remember reading he was pretty good, like digging more wounds and stuff. The knight as so. Ross, which yeah. is the guy with the lantern. Um, he's the leader of the way. So if you use lightning strike. Lightning strikes. Uh, then um, 
<laughs> you can teleport, um, can be set within five inches of him, even if that brings him within nine of an enemy. So, yeah, it's okay. Illuminator of the Lost. In the shooting phase, you can re-roll hits of a one for attacks made against enemy units that are within ten. So it makes your shooting better. It's pretty good because mm. obviously he lights them up with his beacon. Yeah, being within ten, though, you're going to get took off if you don't kill the unit. Well, he's got free up save. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's got to be within ten, not the guys with the bows. So if yeah, he's but... within ten, everything in your army with missile weapons gets to reroll oh, one time. Yeah, so. and then yeah. he stood behind a wall of retributors that you've just teleported in. Yeah, next to so the it's enemy. not like they can charge him or anything because they're going to charge get retributors by hammers. And because they're within, like, right next to the enemy, because you've been able to not do the nine-inch restriction. Yeah. So he basically runs up, shines his light, the retributors land, they charge, and then all your bowmen go pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Judicators. Let me ask then, do the, like, do the options like this make the army sound more interesting to you, Les? Now that no. Okay. Um, um, they are just... To be honest, I think that a lot of the reasons that I found the army a little bit dull was down to the fact that there was not a lot of shooting uh, going on with a... You I, th- know, I think as well, like when we've been playing Clash Comp, the four-hero restriction is really just ridiculous. Yeah. It hurts because some all the flavour so comes from the heroes, and you can't yeah. take them. No, you know it's. I, would, uh, I mean, to be honest, what I don't understand, and, and I'll talk about it now. If you've got a pool choice document and things are pointed as a pool, why have a number of hero restriction anyway? And same with shooting. You don't need a yeah, shooting. You just, just up the you pool just, choice. You just comp the shooting models. You just make correctly. them cost more. Hmm. Or you make multiples of the same thing cost more. Yeah, so, so you, you can't, can't spam. spam the same thing, which is the abuse that you could do. But hey ho, on a tangent. Um, so, Light of Sigma, once per battle in your hero phase, you can declare he will unleash the searing light of his beacon. You can't move, charge, pile in during your turn. Each enemy unit within eight of the night um, takes D3 mortal wounds. And it's a bit shit because you're not doing anything else. Um, if it's chaos, they take D6. Meh. There's so many things that if chaos take more wounds. They always stormcast. It kind of makes sense. It's and lizardmen as well. Yeah, but that kind of makes sense as well. It's kind of their thing, isn't it? Fuck lizardmen. <laughs> don't want to fuck lizardmen with a scaly penis. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then the knight venator, which is the guy with a bow, thirty inch range, three attacks, twos and threes, minus one rend damage one. Uh, free, free attacks from his Star Eagle's Talons, 30 inch range again, fours and threes. Um, That's a fast bird. Melly, the bird has a 30 inch shooting attack. Yeah, because he flies off and pecks people. Fucking hell. But in oh, Melly, some poop. only the Star Eagle fights in Melly. Is okay. that right? Doesn't he get to shoot as well, or is it? He's got yeah. like a. He shoots, but he doesn't have a Melly weapon. So the guy with the bow basically doesn't fight. Mm. The, the little it's, eagle fight. He's behind his parrot. Yeah. Behind the parrot. Uh, what saves that eagle got in combat? Well, he's he's a free up save. So he's a pretty tough eagle. That eagle's like a beatstick. He's crap in combat, basically. Um, Part of everything. <laughs> well, thirty inch range. That's a pretty good character hunter, isn't it? Six yeah. six shots. And then you've got uh, celestial talons. If the wound roll for the star eagle's talons is six or more. It has a rend of minus three. Wow. Oh, that's... And that's at range as well. I thought that the knight 
Venator is quite good. And um, he's got a star-fated arrow. Once per battle, you can declare that this model will loose a star-fated arrow. When you do, he makes one attack with his realm helmet bow rather than three, but it causes D3 plus three damage. If the target is a hero monster, it does D6 plus three. <laughs> so it's basically like, I'm going to kill your character. Boom, dead. It's just like a one-shot fucking should have been. Huh? Like what Marcus Wolfhart should have been. The Empire yeah. did. Yeah. He's basically a one-shot, your wizard's dead. And it's a 30-inch range, and I can fly... 12 to get within range to shoot you. So basically yeah. it's a 42-inch threat range. He's pretty good. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's pretty disgusting. Yeah. Um, Take three of him. Unless you roll a one, and then there's nothing. Yep. Don't um, he re-roll ones to hit? No. His mate does that, though, doesn't he? His mate does that. to the beacon guy. <laughs> the yeah. beacon guy could run up, also fly up and light up the target, and then he could shoot him with his bow. What you, like, take, you take two of the Night Venators, <laughs> the Beacon guy, and then you just shoot off every character in one. Yeah, minute. but you've got no, you've got no other heroes then, because well, it doesn't matter though, because yeah, you don't have of they. selection, do you? Yeah. Um, stuff down. Did we talk about a Celestin Prime? I love yeah. Celestin Prime. I love him. With his, I like, think it's pretty cool. Binny sperm balls. It's amazing. <laughs> it's there was a uh, like I like the fact that in White Dwarf. Um, they acknowledged that this was made for sub-assemblies as well. There was a picture of it in, I think it was uh, body, uh, cloak and wings, or maybe it was body with wings, and then swirly bits separately. Um, yeah. They've designed it specifically. He's good to Nagash, in isn't he, basically? Yeah. yeah. Um, He's a lot smaller than Nagash, isn't he? I saw a picture on Twitter of some guy holding him up next to like the Glockkin, and it's like a lot smaller. Cause in Nagash volume or in height? In height and volume, isn't it? Oh, um, well, let's call this guy Mr. Whippy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this this guy's basically uh, sort of a beat stick. He's got some abilities, he can fly. He can pick a turn, he can come down in for one. Yeah. The longer he waits to come onto the game, the more damage he does. Yeah. So you, the only thing I don't like about that sort of mechanic is that you bought this model that's really cool and you spent ages painting him and for him to be really good you have to wait you don't put him on the table so you painted a really nice model that looks cool and looks amazing and then you have to wait three turns before you put him on the table for one turn and he kills something but mm. you know I just don't like the idea of like you've got this really cool model and it's not on the table I mean yeah you could put it on the table to begin with but you know to get the, the most out of it you'd put it on so what turns three wouldn't you he, he looks leader doesn't he he looks like yeah. he should be there from turn one it's yeah cool but model. I quite like the idea you could just set him up later on yeah I think it's just like me I'm just thinking like if I bought that model painted that model I'd, I'd want it to be on the table but then for like the optimal mm. results you'd, you'd have it on later on but you could game. put him right next to their army so rather than him starting off the table and getting shot at he can just like drop down on like turn three next to wherever you need him to be. He like kills whatever he comes down into, doesn't he? On the last well, turn, you know, he stuff. gets he gets an extra two attacks on each round, um, and he's got his comet strike scepter thing. Um, yeah, and once per good. turn you can change the roll of one dice. Um, so you you could technically use that on the the uh, battle round go, I guess. Yeah, go twice. Um, <laughs> not in most comp, but not in most comp now. Yeah, but if you're playing normal, oh yeah, 
training workshop schooling up some ten year olds. <laughs> you know about it, Terry. <laughs> we'll hear about that in a bit. We'll hear about that in a bit. <laughs> yeah, alright, Terry. He's been like fucking skulking around games workshops trying to find people to play. He's even on the sex offenders list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Everyone uh, <laughs> so, needs a hobby. Well, evidently, that's how you get them. Um, I think that's all the, the releases, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't know, there's um, the extra shields and stuff, which I think are really cool. And they oh, should've... what, you mean the, the conversion kits that come time. out after you've already built your arm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As, as someone with a vested interest in Games Workshop timing their shit better so I make more money, that's the most backed up shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, so pissed off. Why not really irritating the weekend when they release the models and go, hey, you could make your models look really cool. No, no, we'll, we'll, we'll wait till everyone's built their shit and then we'll release it. I... I I genuinely do not know what the fuck was going on there. I don't like packing on GW or the strategies, but that is that is some special stuff. Um, they would have had at least another 50 quid out of me to sit in a box in uh, yeah. Parents House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and they're really cool. Yeah, just too late. Just yeah. timing is everything, boys. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> the first and the best. Who knew? Um, um, yeah so I think all I would touch on what we should talk about now is is what well what we've been doing what we've been doing yeah I I would say in terms of releases I'm a little bit disappointed in Games Workshop and what I mean to say is that at least you're not a 40k player well you've got some like derpy battle suits to paint oh they're awesome oh don't we're not allowed to talk about them. No. I like the staff guy. I know. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, he's a robot. Tanks, Byron. Fucking. Ah, oh, my Panzer. Oh, look at my weathering. Um, and my oil me. wash. <laughs> I'm not sure how that town man will load his guns because he's missing arms. <laughs> yeah. I find that funny with the whole realism thing. Um, I'm sure the Tyranid's ankle wouldn't actually bend that way. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the point you want to focus on. Yeah. You fucking tard. Um, anyway, so what I would say, my reason I'm disappointed is um, you've released a new game. Effectively, there's four factions. If you are not interested in Stormcast or Corn, you are basically sat there going, when can I start a new project? They could be doing such amazing shit with orcs. Like, I'm really I annoyed that they haven't been. Because you sit there and you go, I haven't got a book, an idea of the design direction. Are they going to change the models drastically? I've got the old scrolls. Yep, I've got the old range. Great. I'm not going to spend all my like £300 on an army and paint it until I know what's happening. Or in-depth fluff. Why like... did they not release... A starter set for all four major factions in the new style. So at least you have an idea of what the stuff is going to look like. Or at least a box set of each thing. So let's release... Even a character they done yeah, it, like Yeah, even anything, a single model. Oh, like, let's release like an A-Elf box set so you can see the new design. Let's release an Orc you know, destruction set of stuff. It's like, yes, we know what Stormcasts are. Yes, you've released 
And what annoyed me is the whole point I thought about them not doing army books is that they could release releases for everyone's faction. And then you could go, oh, okay, so I've got something that I can do for my army and I can I don't have to wait for my army book to come round. But what they seem to be doing is going, here's the Stormcast book and here's the Corn book. Here's some 40k stuff. Then we're going to do this book. You're still releasing an army book and models. You're just doing it in a different order. Why? Why is there not more of a, you know, a, a push to release other things? Because it's really hard to get motivated to paint an army unless you're really into Stormcast or Corn. Yeah. Um, I think you can get away with demons because they're yeah, in the 40k you can range get away as well. With some of the chaos stuff, like you could do a Nurgle army. Because obviously you've got Blight Kings, you've got but that was that come out at the end times. Yeah. That was the Glockkin. So you've the already done that. that. More, the ones that are more fluff based are the ones that are struggling, I think. Like like the the character of orcs and elves and things yeah. like that. Like their their take on the story, um, like from something that was Tolkien esque, is one of the unique things that people really like about yeah. fancy games. So just like they bum off the Horus Heresy in 40k and all that 30k rubbish. Well, that's um, the problem as well. It's just that's it's coming. It's not there. Yeah, but that's, is it? That's their next big thing, isn't it? Is they're it? getting they're getting ready for the Horus plastic. Oh Heresy yeah, yeah. Oh, that, stuff. I thought you meant the Elf and stuff's coming. Oh no, no, as in that's it for fantasy now, isn't it? For like to the rest of the year, because now it's all going back to the new 30k release. Is it? Yeah, that's what the rumor mongers yeah, are saying. Yeah, if rumors are to be believed, but um. I mean, so, yeah. the, the hard line is, and you can see. Because you know what will happen, won't you? They'll release the 30k plastic stuff, it will go batshit on sales, and they'll go, let's not bother with Age of Sigma. Yeah, let's just, <laughs> just take it out in the backfield and shoot it in the head. Let's, let's do it, just do an old yellow. <laughs> let's go put it on the farm somewhere. It's, no, it's gone to live on and, the farm. And what annoys me is that it could be massive, but yep. it's half assed. It's going to be too little, too little, too and late. I know it sounds stupid because it's not. It, it's so much effort's gone into the products. It's not half-assed. It could be more well-rounded. Yeah. Like what they've done isn't half-assed. It's just their effort could have been split. Um, I, more what I mean by half-assed, it's more the... like it's not focused. No. Yeah. It's kind of or like too focused. Actually. You've released loads of nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, not focused on on the actual game itself. Yeah. Yeah. It's not focused around releasing a game. It's focused on releasing models to or a range of models and yeah. and not even a diverse range but a narrowly focused to it's basically like playing red versus blue yeah so you, play chess, if you're playing it you're playing well it's not quite not quite no. the same it, it's basically you go you either play goodies or baddies red versus blue at the moment and that's boring you know what yeah. why what if you don't want to be red or blue I want to be black, shade of grey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it, it's no, there's no depth to it because there isn't that wide, diverse range or yeah. world. Well, part I of mean, the big problem is it's not, an, it's not, it's not a new product entirely, and you've no. got people who are invested in other parts of the new product that aren't the new bit but are meant to be being supported. It doesn't look like they're being supported, apart mm. from the fact that they've had uh, retro, yeah, like I mentioned, retrospective uh, rules footnotes. Um, or they've put like double the amount of men in a box and 
yeah, not three quid off whatever. I mean, I, I can understand why they put so much focus on the Stormcast because they're behind it a hundred percent. That you know, with the statue and stuff, and they're trying to get this new range out there for people to get involved with. And you know, I can see why they're focusing so much time and energy to release this actual, you know, introduce this new yeah, range. The thing but, is, if you're a Stormcast collector. You wouldn't have had an, you, most people wouldn't have enough money to buy all the releases they've churned out so quickly. No. So basically, what you've got, if you're a Stormcast player, you've probably bought some of the releases, not all of them. If you're not a Stormcast player, you've probably not bought any of it. Me? Yep. So Agreed. if you if you went well, actually, rather than releasing ten different characters and all these box sets, we release a starter set and a, and a, a splash of stuff. Then we'll release. The dwarfs and some dwarf stuff, or some elves, or some orcs, and some orc characters, or or something else. Yeah. Something that isn't derpy army army men in armor, space marine stuff. Because to be honest, they don't do anything for me. Um, I, I think they're I think they're fine. I don't have an issue with them, but they're not for me. And there's just too much of them. It's like it's just there is too much it's just like come on do something different well particularly when some things are repeats of what's in the starter set they could yeah. have they could have skipped those out for a bit produce something new for another race um i don't know what whatever it is like crazy monstrous cavalry for the orcs or something yeah. exciting and new rather mm. than these are the same dudes but you can put in yeah, like they're not quite so monopose. But even if they release like a Red Slayers box and they're like the mercenary fucking flaming dwarfs awesome. from the Plane yeah, of Fire, the, the, how amazing make... would that be? Yeah, they just need to do something that, probably... that isn't Stormcast Eternals, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're, I know they're doing some corn stuff, but that's the corn stuff isn't. I know it's new, but it's not new because it still looks like chaos. Yeah, apart from that slaughter priest, there's nothing. I mean, the, the stuff that really pushed it was in the start box for corn, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, apart yeah. from the sort of priest, so it's not. It's but the not Deathbringer's that exciting. the Deathbringer's quite cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he's not like massively different, but he is quite different. It looks. <coughs> um, but I mean, you know, I don't want to rag on him, but I. Right. Okay. Let's bring us on to what I'm doing. Not a fucking lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, I I don't know what you know. I'm I'm not doing anything really Warhammer at the moment. No. I've got my corn stuff. I've built it. I've undercoated it. Um, I've not. I haven't had an event planned really. Um, so I haven't had motivation to paint an army because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, with the pool choices being a little bit up in the air, uh, not really settled yet, I haven't really got behind doing a new force. Um, I find as well I'm a little bit disappointed that they haven't we haven't gone down the route of four factions and mixed the units. Yeah. Because at the moment it's you take it out of your war scroll. And to be honest, that's quite restrictive. It feels a bit like like if you're not going to be one of the 8.5 or 9th edition guys as well, it feels like you should be doing that. Like yeah, what you, you should what, be embracing it properly and fully. And the thing is, as well, because of the the, the basically the keyword mechanic, your army doesn't get stronger by you know having stuff from split out of all different books. It's not like 
in like seventh edition where you or eighth edition where you go, oh, these are the undercosted things. Let's just spam. Let's have bits of everything of all the undercosted stuff. You know, at the end of the day, the synergy, the power comes from keywords that synergize. The fact that you've got, if you were taking, for example, order, and you were taking some high elf stuff, some dark elf stuff, some wood elf stuff, they don't synergize because they're not the same keywords. So you're yes, not going like to do highborn that. and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, you're not going to do that. You're going to take the stuff that synergizes, and then you'll run out of pool choices. So you're not going to take, oh yeah, I'll take this, this, and this. Yeah, you might take some cannons. You might. I mean, the other thing as well, it makes stormcast a lot more interesting because you could slot a stormcast unit into your order army. Yeah. So you could go, well, I've got my order army, and I've got my little strike force of stormcast because that's what they do in the fluff, and that's my army. Great, that's interesting. And then yeah, I think Carl at the club ran an Empire Army with some Stormcast in the other day, and it um, and it just looked quite cool on the table. To be yeah. honest, and why why can't I run Chaos with Demons in it? That's what I want yeah. to do. Warriors with Demons. They can't buff each other. No, exactly. There's no synergy there. And the it's really like... thing is, people were doing that at the tail end of eight, in yeah. end times. Exactly. Yeah. So we've we've actually taken a step back. Exactly. And it's even like I mean, we'll talk about upcoming events in a bit, but I'm booked in for Blood and Glory. And I, I want to take my Nurgle Legion. I want to rebase them into rounds, and I want to go. Yeah, got my display board. I can't take them because they're can't they're mixed warriors and demons, and that's not allowed. So it, straight away, that that doesn't infuse me to go into an Age of Sigmar event. So if people are out there running an events, can you can you just actually that. let people Beyond's take stuff? Bjorn is actually allowing it. Yeah. There's four factions, guys. Get your head out of the army book. That's, you know... Yeah. It, like, if people were letting Nagash <laughs> run out, it seems like they're, uh, that was anti-intuitive, um, in my opinion, um, although that's by the by. And now people are doing the opposite, and they're taking a conservative approach that doesn't lead to power armies at all. I'd rather they just let people do what they want, and then if there is something really broken, then you comp it. Fix it when it's merged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just comp it as it comes. It's fine. But yeah, so I mean you're yeah, you're not really doing anything in the hobby at the moment because there's there's no end goal for you at the moment. There's no well, I've got no, there's I've no target. I've got a target, yeah. I mean yeah. you'll probably find over the next few weeks I will start doing stuff because I'm booked into Blood and Glory and I'll be like, What I wanna take a nicely painted army on rounds. Yeah, you better fucking pull your finger yeah. out, son. I'm gonna clean up the painting this year. Well, you know, you've, you've taken my basin scheme, so Yeah. Uh, mate, yeah. this is my basin scheme. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nothing like yours. Yeah. yeah. His, his tentacles have got ribs on them, it's completely different. Yeah, the, yeah. His, his tentacles are pink rather Different than bubbles, green. different thickness of cork, different style of cork, different grain of sand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Round just... bases, not square. They're uh, bright pink, not no, green. Fucking, it's, it's just so different. Don't even fucking start. Terrors will be half finished, yours will be finished, Russ. Hey. <laughs> I did say to him earlier, I'll believe it when I see it, when he's actually finished an army. Yeah. yeah. By the glory. One you, next year. You heard it, yeah. 2018. <laughs> I'm hobbying you... right this second. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're going to finish it with Blood and Glory. Just fucking wait. It's coming. You've heard it here first, folks. Terry Pike will actually have the first finished army in like four years. <laughs> Blood and glory. Um, it'll be my first ever finished army. There you uh, go. 
So at Blood and Glory, if Terry Pike's army is not finished, feel free to go up to him and call him a cunt. Well, you just call him a cunt anyway, but... Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, just do that, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, ben Curry called, he wants his title back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, maybe we should get you two to wrestle for the, the bad man in Warham Sorry, we're on a tangent. Um... Yeah, so I, basically... I, I'll be down for that. Yeah. We'll hook it up. Yeah. You just get the, I'll bring the baby oil on the camera. Uh, Pay-per-view. It's a side event. <laughs> Snake Glory. Eyes you'll get, you'll get a, Snake Eyes get early membership and you get a... Um, you get some tournament points if you actually slap some oil on their chests. You get the joy of something you can never unsee in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as nice as Ben Curry's nipples wearing a... <laughs> <laughs> the, in the, fact that's what they need to do is combat gauge wrestle yeah well there's definitely going to be ample things to measure with your three inches isn't there <laughs> take it take it <laughs> bitter conflict has broken out I've got my combat gauge bring it on um yeah, so, I mean, I'm not trying to be down on it. I just, there hasn't been any event that I've been to, so I've not had a goal. I've not booked in for anything, really. Um, I haven't thought about a new army because... Well, you did go to an event, Russ, and then you did a right at it, and as a result, your army's been hit with a combat. It hasn't really, actually. I just looked. Um, but it's been No, combat. but the thing is, it's, it, it's like, yeah, it's okay, but it's not that strong. Um, it's just that people didn't know what it did. Basically, yeah. um, I, but the thing is, as well, it's like the Tomb Kings. The issue I got with that is what is happening with the design direction for death. Yeah. So if I spend all my time painting up my Tomb Kings, and then they they go, here's all the death stuff in the new direction, and you go, my army now doesn't map, fit in anywhere. I don't yeah, because it's probably not going to look anything like it. No, and who knows? Um, they can do some amazing stuff with death. Yeah, they could do. Uh, I hope they do. I mean, look at the Morgoth kits. Uh, yeah. The thing is, I'm not interested. I've got. I bought a load of corn stuff, and I think it was me trying to force myself to do something. Yeah. Um, I'm not really interested in painting it. Um, it's no secret I've been playing other games. Um, I still haven't been painting anything, uh, but I've been doing a lot of building uh, of models of terrain, <laughs> building of buildings. Yeah, <laughs> MDF buildings and and models as well. To be perfectly honest, but. Metal models, which is not massive fun, but there you go. Um, well, that's me anyway. So, what about you guys? I'm I'm kind of similar actually. Like I'm I am trying to force some direction, when I don't feel there is a massive amount. So I'm prepping for things in case. Like if I do go to an event, I've not got not got anything really prepped, so it might just be hastily rebasing another army, which would be a bit of a shame because um, I, I don't feel like I've got the the willpower to. Uh, to start something without quite knowing what my end goal is. Like, I looked at the vampire accounts, I did test models for them. They looked pretty sick on round bases. Yeah, because you were doing like, some crypt horrors, weren't you? Yeah, and I, I yeah, love those models. Cool. Um, and I'm fairly confident with that scheme, although the, the larger models makes doing uh, nearly a black and white army much more difficult than smaller models does. Um, so that that caused a bit of, a bit of complication. Um, and... I'm, I'm doing things now that are more focused on trying out new painting than are focused on producing a, a coherent army with, from a plan where I know what I'm doing. Like, 
Mm. I've tried filing off the corn bits on a juggernaut, milliputting the details, which was actually a real ball ache, but I think worked quite nicely, and making Nurgly juggernaut riders. Um, I've got one of those on my desk. The rider's not painted, but the juggernaut is and looks pretty good, I think. I think it's really um, good. I might, I might do that, but like, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know what would be in an army at all. No. Uh, if I could put some demons in it, that would make it easier. I mean, yeah, fun. easier, more fun. Yeah, yeah. like just, uh, we'd probably end up with very similar-ish themed armies, except. Like, to be honest, if I, if, base. if I knew I could do that, I would, I would have had all my local stuff rebased. I think. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to inject some enthusiasm for that, not for the hobby in general because I'm really enjoying my painting and trying out new things. Yeah, we did some um, amazing stuff with tanks, aren't you? So yeah, like that. Well, that's part of it. I tried some shit out on tanks after going to a painting class, and I've been I've actually applied that to fancy models. I think successfully, which is which is like, and they're very very historical ish techniques. It's like chipping and paint weathering and stuff like that. So. That was the reason for picking the juggernauts. They were the only thing I could think of where it was relevant, unless you did weathered stormcaster tunnels, which would actually look quite good. Uh, I reckon. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So I've been I've been been fiddling around with that, and it's been good. But all the focus has just come from me wanting to try out techniques, not me or thinking this model would look cool. It's not come from me thinking like actually, well, the old equivalent of right. So that's my core done. I get to do a fun character. There, there's none of that. That old like love-hate relationship with trying to get a project done and the save up some bits. Yes, exactly. Exactly that. No white man's guilt going on because I'm just fanning around flitting between what I think I should try next, but it is a little bit purposeless. Yeah, but it, again, that's your hobby. Do what you want. No. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just I, I'd want to know what I was doing <laughs> and I don't currently. Yeah, yeah, I totally see that. What about you, Les? Um, well, I've... I've... Again, it's not been much of a secret that I've not been doing a lot with Age of Sigmar. Um, I bought into a lot of the Stormcast stuff um, and realised that they were just a bit dull for me to play with. They looked so pretty, Liz. I know. I, the problem I did is I think we discussed it off air a few a while ago where we said that I made the, the, the mistake of doing a test model, a single-figure test model, and painting it to a high standard oh, yeah, and then bad. tried to apply that to an army. Always um, choose a character. Always yeah. choose a character. And um, so yeah, I um, I started doing a bit of that, and uh, I burnt myself out quite quickly painting it. Um, then uh, you know um, a lot of stuff's gone on, sort of like outside of the hobby. I've got like I'm halfway through a stressful move and stuff, so I made the decision to sort of like other than my dark half army, which I'm currently doing a little bit of rebasing on here and there. I've um, I've put like the warmer stuff away because I obviously had to get the house up sale and no one wants to see stacks of toys and stuff when you've got a house up sale. So that's that a sex all... dungeon. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> no, is it though? Is it? I think I'd be more proud of a sex dungeon than, <laughs> than stacks of fucking space. That's interesting tour, isn't it? Yeah. Here we have two bedrooms buff in a sex dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a, oh yeah, that is Warhammer on the, um, we're not on interested the, now. On the Sorry. anal table. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm sat on um, a little bit of undead stuff. Um, no, not an anal chair. Sat, yeah, I've got a load of undead stuff, and I'm sat on a wood elf army that I was going to start with. But like a lot of people out there at the moment, I just feel I don't want to commit, because that's face facts, painting a, a warm arm is a massive commitment, like, um, for money-wise, yep. time-wise, you know, 
and generally sort of like you know realistically to get an army done in any sort of length of time other than the fact that i i trained that dark elf army for safe ghost you know you, you've got to commit to a good couple of hours each night for the next six months to get an army painted to a high standard and i just at the moment i don't want to commit to painting anything that may or may not find its way into a finished army you know mm. at the moment and like I said, I think the Stormcast broke me. I'm not saying I've, I've still got, I've not sold them or anything like that. They're just like packed away at the moment because, you know, I'd, I'd perhaps like to go back to them at a time when you, I can. You'd probably add them feel more to... infused if you could mix those with like your Wood Elves or your yeah. you know, Dark Elf Army, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you could put them in. I mean, I'm not sure how it would look thematically across the board, but I think the problem, like everyone is, is saying, is that. I don't want to start painting a wood elf army or a dark elf army or adding to the dark elf army and, and including high elf models and wood elf models for then the aesthetic of it all to change to such a drastic level that, you know, that doesn't look in there and my time feels wasted. And I know it's not wasted because, you know, I've committed to doing this, you know, this creative pursuit. But yeah, I just, at the moment, I just feel like I just needed to sort of like not get involved massively with another warmer i mean until i know where mm. my my creative pursuit's going to go you know i mean i'd love to do an undead army but I, i've got like this this hobby sort of like horn for painting the gash and sort of like one of the mortarks and stuff but to be honest i'm not going to commit to to going down that road until i know where where that road's going to lead me you know mm. and, and the, i i think it's the same I'm mean, sort of speaking for a lot of people out there and it's it's not that I don't like the game you know because I I think that the games that I've had have been really fun and no I enjoyed the game it crashed yeah. even the the game to even like the competitive like aspect of it, it's there it's you just I just don't want to like you know with limited amount of hobby time that I, I've got and you know the, the not just sort of like the funds that you put into it and, and everything like that I just don't want to waste a time and money on something that perhaps won't see the light of day in six months because we're all playing something different or they're going to release, you know, mm. the the cool new kit and stuff. And I think what I'm probably doing is I'm going to wait a little bit and see where my inspiration lies, you know, wait yeah. to see what new thing comes out, like, you know, and, and then go, right, well, actually I will do a dwarf army or like the red slayers or an undead army or a death army or a chaos army or like, mm. you know, destruction army, you know, at the moment I've got it at the moment. I've never wanted to paint a, a Skaven army, but I've got, I'd really love to paint a Skaven army, but yeah, I'd be just looking at them now actually, cause I've got those models in a box. And I, yeah. You know, if Skaven. I could have chaos as a faction, I could put the paint up a unit storm them and put it in my army. Yeah. Not cause a, it's actually good. Just cause I've got the models and I like them. Yeah. Have a vermin lord, you know, mm. you know, you know, just convert crazy so warp like in base. my Nurgle. Yeah, you always know, always to do a scent, plague sense furnace. Yeah, because that's amazing. You know, yeah. That would fit like thematically. But... I don't want to paint a scaven army, but I want to paint a plague furnace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to paint a vermin lord. I've I got one to paint actually. I might. But the thing is, I've got so many models to paint. It's just like I say, I haven't got the direction to know what to do. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's kind of where, where I am. Like, you know, I, I really want to do a Wood Elf army. I keep looking at the Wood Elf scrolls and going like, yeah, that'd be really cool. But I've got no desire to pay a Wood Elf army when, you know, they're probably going to make things a little bit, you know, redundant. And, you know, what is the problem? If you knew they weren't going to be doing the elves for like two yeah. years, you'd just get on with it. Yeah. But you, you don't know. <coughs> but you don't it, know. 
this is something that I mean, it's a little bit off tangent and stuff as well, but something that like um, John uh, Waters said on online was that he feels that the thing that the workshop have left out with Age of Sigmar that doesn't excite you when you're not thinking about it is the fact that there's no sort of tinkering or lists and nothing that excites no. you about that because when you're not playing Age of Sigmar, you're not really thinking about lists. Well, I'm not because yeah. I've not got you know, anything to, you know, an army list builder or, or, or a points thing to sort of, that occupy me when I'm not, when I'm not, when I'm working or when I'm doing something else. You can't plan out your army. Yeah. Like, and I make this work. Will this combo actually work? People won't expect this. It's just. Yeah. And there's none of that. There's none of the, the bit that sort of like, that excites you and gets you like, oh, I might try war dancers or I might try warhorse riders or I might try, you know, um, any number of things. But because there is no structure outside of that. Yeah, yeah I don't you know, we, we've it. covered it before, but it's the whole age of thing, isn't it? The thing, the great, everyone who plays Games Workshop games or is into Games Workshop games loves the army list and that aspect of the game. War game is like planning and thinking about things. Something you can think about at work when you shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. and you've basically taken it away for no art reason other than some arbitrary, we don't want to put someone like box people's hobby in a corner or some bullshit you know just release release it guys come on yeah and it's like and that's why i'm not doing anything because why would i I, could, I don't know where to begin i don't know where to plan i don't know what to do if you take away the fact that there's no new models out other than stormcast eternals and corn you know i don't even know where to start so i've just sort of went well, I'll just put a pin in it then, you know. I'll play games like when I, I mean, the last Major Sigma game I played against you, Russ, and, you know, we had a laugh, you know. Yeah, that's all right. The Blood Fest, it was disappointing. But, uh, uh, yeah. You know, and it's, there's a lot going on at the club, so I could get involved yeah, with that. Yeah, you, you're quite lucky, because the Cheltenham club's like, yeah, they love it. buzz of Age of Sigma, there's so much going on. Yeah, you know, there's we got a winter league going at the moment, where there's, like, I think there's 14 people playing, you know, and... I'm just not involved in it because I don't feel inspired. I don't feel excited. I, I think as well with you though, because you, you're moving, you've packed everything away, and you've got your focus on on another another game. That that's kind of you're not thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, I admittedly I have got like the dark half army, and I could go and play, but you know I can play with ten models, or I can play with an entire army at the moment, and I, you know. I'm not going to sort of like rave about it on a, our Age of Sigmar cast because I, I, I think I even said to Seji the other night, it's mm. not that I'm it's not that I'm not playing the game. I'm just not I'm just not infused at the moment. Yeah, you know, and I, it's you know a few things like you know I would be coming to Blood and Glory if it wasn't sort of like stuff going on with the house, you know, which means I'm not going to. That was my target. I was going to paint like a unit of cold ones and some executioners, which I was like pumped for. But you know, I'm not going to do it now if I'm not going. You know, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go to Bjorn. You know, I, I, I'm not going to go to an event this year now. It's going to be next year. I think my next event will probably be, you know. Sheffield? If, if Legis, I can't not go. If Sheffield's on this year, I have to go to Sheffield. I have to go. It's, it's like, I've not missed it. Yeah, I have to go. If Legis run in Sheffield, I'll be there. You know, um, we're going Firestorm 4s, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to do 4s. Yeah. Are you coming, Byron? When is it? February. Yeah. Yeah, Face Hammer. Team yeah, yeah. We're going to get really drunk again. Yeah, well, that's 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 great. I, I, we can scare them. Um, we can take scare really some nice nicely fans. painted <laughs> armies. Get completely smashed. 
Can I um, can I can not see Byron's balls this weekend? That weekend? I, I don't oh, know. I think that's the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> are we are we going gin mist Roman helmet? Is that what we're yes. saying? I think we, we are. <laughs> we need to we need to actually find Roman helmets and all of us turn up in Roman helmets. Sweet. Well, there's know. only one Fatimus Maximus. <laughs> I've got my Roman Commander helmet. of the Face Legion. <laughs> uh, find some Stormcast Eternal helmets. Yeah. And to be honest, that, that that was the most fun I've had for a long time at a tournament, so I'm yeah. well up for that. The invitation yeah. was special, man. It was. It was, it was good. good. I think I, we shocked a few people. I, I think, yeah, I think um, it was great just to see Chris just like, just like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> I think some of the people on our group game got a little bit scared. <laughs> Rob Ellis was a bit like, "What is going on?" I thought these guys were serious players. Uh, I love Rob; he's amazing. He is a top. On, a, on, a, on a side note, if anyone isn't following Rob Ellis, you need to look at his Wood Elf. His Forest, forest Dragon is amazing. If, if Workshop released that, that you know they'd start thousands. It's fucking amazing. So well done, Rob. Yeah. Top, top, can't wait to see that. Um, right, Terry, I know you've been itching to talk about because you're the one doing relevant stuff. So, yeah. didn't we? Didn't you say you copied your basin? Yeah, we got that. That's fine. Carry on. I did not copy your basin. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing like your basin. The internet will decide. Yeah. yeah, they can decide, and they'll be like, "Yeah, that's nothing like it." Yeah. You see Terry telling he's copied Russ's basin. You'll love it. They're completely different. It's the same. They're just pink rather than green. They're just on a red base and you've ever been pink. No, they're completely different. Pink yep. tentacle pike. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I know I'm your hero. Right. So, what have you I've been, been up to? I've been doing demons. So, <laughs> so the, the big change of the new edition and Terry is still painting fucking demons. Yep. The, the never-ending unfinished painted demon army. But these will be painted for bloody glory. What's going on with your glory and cream one? Tell people about that. That's okay, it's pretty fucking good. Yeah. So I wanted to do a massive centerpiece model because that's how you get painting votes. You have a big model that everyone goes, "Ooh, wow!" People have to like you as well, Terry. I'm I know. <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty much doomed, so I'm going to get never fucking paint You know, Steve Ren anyway. is at Blood and Glory, so you don't have a chance. <laughs> also, unfortunately, to interject here on a serious note, I think you converted him too well. So people who don't know that kit will just assume that you've he's just not taken been the riders off. <laughs> Like, genuinely, if you don't put up pictures of your shit covered in green stuff all over the table when it's coming up for paint You mean votes, doing an Ian Cass? Yeah. Very possibly. <laughs> people, people like, people won't have a clue that you've converted that model. Um, and that's, that's high By praise. By converted, you mean sculpted the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah that's high praise, yeah. and the painters will know, but um, other people won't have a clue. Like, they, they won't, they'll ask you where you bought it, or unhelpful things like that. It yeah, hates me to so, say, Terry, but you've done such a good job of that. This, I, I, I really you. outdid myself with my sculpting work on this. I was and pretty impressed stuff. with that. So, are you going to paint it? it? No, I, I, it's half painted now. It's sat in front of me. Take it to Blood and Glory. It's got airbrushing something. Is not. I am no, no, no. This this bad boy's brushed, brushed, not airbrushed. With an airbrush, yeah. No, so you've not airbrushed it at all. I, I base coated the green uh, on it because yeah, it's a massive brush. Don't be like like it's a dirty word. That's fine. My black rock has got airbrush base colours on it. I didn't want to base coat it with a brush. Um, exactly. So what That's I've why done, you have an airbrush. Yeah. So what I've done is I got the Glockin model. I cut off his wanky whiplash arm thing, and I put it on his ass, turned it into a tail, 
Um, and then I cut off his arm halfway down and sculpted him a whole new arm and a hand holding a massive sword, which I cut out of plastic card and then sculpted and then added more bits on. Then did I cut the top of the model. Single thickness plastic card. Did you I used three layers of thick yeah. plastic card glued together and then sanded it all. It took me about two to three hours to make his sword. Yeah. It's worth it, but it takes a surprising amount of time, doesn't it? Yeah. And, um, I cut away all the top bit because the Glockin obviously has that big platform that the yeah. the right the wizard and the the dude with the scythe stand on. Yeah. So I cut all that away. I cut away all his back. I cut away all the spikes off the top of it, and then I resculpted the top of the model and then put the spikes back into it where the riders would have stood. So he's got like a big hench like spiky back now instead of a platform. Um, and then I've made him a big base. I've green stuffed in all the tail around him and i've used like little glass microbeads to make all the little pox like the the boils and i used loads of different like thickness tubes to to make um sort of like blisters and and bits on him um but i'm i'm happy of how he's turned out he looks pretty fucking hench um so he's going to be my my centerpiece model for blood and glory nice i'd like to see that finished yeah, I can't wait to get him finished because I'm using similar to the the not the Blight King video. What's the other one? The... Did you ask Russ how he painted his bloke? No, yeah, you could just do the same as that, couldn't you? Because he's on the base. <laughs> <Fuck well. off. laughs> no, because I'm using the the GW guide. Blight Kings. Which not one? the Blight Kings. That's the rot spawn. Yeah, the Orgets one, where they, they do their sort of the glaze blending, don't they, on it and stuff. Is that the one you mean? Yeah, so I'm using their so technique for the bones. No, yeah, no, so no, just no. how rest painted his, yeah. Because he's not got any armour, so he's and he's not flesh-coloured, he's green. <coughs> so he's he's not, he doesn't look like them. But he I've copied the way they did the bone, so like all his ridge spikes and stuff coming out of him, and I've used the airbrush to base colour all the green and everything on him and then I've washed it all and it's, it's coming along nicely um, and then I've rebased the rest of the entire army so I've made 100 new bases 120 new bases mm. um, and they, they've they all got green stuff all over them and different textures so they should um, they should come out quite nice um, but yeah just painting demons painting demons and painting some demons you have done a shit ton of painting demons yeah so hopefully, yeah, well, we'll look forward to seeing it. We'll get some recognition at Blood and Glory, and people will, will realise that I can paint. No, nah, they don't like you, Terry. No one will care. No, I know. They go, that's nice. I'm not going to vote for it though. No, that's nice, but Steve Wren's bought a big flashing fucking display board. Let's vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> Steve has got a live hamster wheel involved in his <laughs> I love you, Steve. <laughs> a working windmill. You know, you know, I respect with you, water Steve. Water filtration system. We need to use more acronyms on this uh, this podcast as so Steve feels comfortable with it as well, Russ, just in case. What do you mean? Well, because he commented on another podcast we may have done saying there's too many acronyms. Oh, did he? I didn't see yeah. that. Oh, well. Is so we call it AOS now, not Age of Sigma, just in case. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's yeah, AOS, Yeah, Yeah. Okay, so basically, um, that's what we've been up to. So I think it's probably a good idea to take a little break as um, my throat's struggling a little bit uh, we'll come back and we'll talk about Blood and Glory uh, Bjorn London's Calling whatever it's called London's Burning whatever it's called it's London's Calling 
It's calling. I thought it was. London's burning is at the start of the year. Calling is at the end of the year. Okay, London's calling. There you go. Okay, we're back from the break, and um, before we go any further, just want to mention our episode sponsors, Element Games. Go to Element Games, buy your stuff. <laughs> Say you came from Vasehammer. <laughs> and buy your stuff. Yeah. There you go. You buy um, new tag cheap. Yeah, the new tag. <laughs> Stop trying to pedal 40k. <laughs> nice robots. Um, I think we probably are actually going to do a painting competition. Um, like I joked about it for the mm. dude this birdie, but we are going to do a competition around that model at some point in the near future. So keep your eyes peeled on our Twitter. We'll retweet it. With the You've got some exciting products coming soon, haven't you? Paint. Yeah, ones. that's a good. I was going to say, can you bring up? That? Probably that... not, but oh, up wait. To you. depends which ones you're talking about. Um, we are going to be getting scale seventy five. Yay! Suit, which I've heard really good things about, and in complete honesty, I've never used. But I've, from people I absolutely respect, I've been recommended their inks and their metallics. I think what is probably a good idea when you get that range in, we'll get some play around with it, and then maybe do a show about them. Perfect. Yeah, that'd be cool. I've always wanted some, but they were mm. so hard to get because you had to get them imported from Spain or some from some pretty crappy companies in the UK. So hopefully we'll. We'll be addressing that, selling them as element. There you go, you heard it here first. Boop, boop. So, um, another thing I want to just talk about, and that was our logo competition that we, although we've sort of announced the winner and put the logo on the website, we never actually did it on the show. So, um, you know, you might have noticed our sweet logo. So, we just want to say thank you very much to Rhoda, the Rodog. He's from Skullbro's Awesome Podcast, yeah, is, yeah. if people don't know who he is. Um, he's done a really good job. I'm really happy with it. Um, we did post him um, the box set. Hopefully he's got it, but I haven't heard anything. No, nah, he should have had it by I now. I like... you've got a tracking number on it for Terry. But yeah, it's about three weeks ago now. He should have it. Yeah, well, if you haven't got it, let us know. And pretty much nothing we can do about it (laughs) 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 we'll prove we sent it that we're not that cheap I've got the tracking thing but basically Uh, if he doesn't get it it will come back eventually (laughs) Um, come back in two bits Um, and also we had some other entrants um, so thank you for people who entered Um, but some of them are really good but the Rhoda's one it was just perfect it was just perfect for what we wanted really we had some like t-shirt designs and things like that which were quite cool and and you know I mentioned names but uh, yeah really in case I missed someone out but yeah I just thought that actually um, just thank you for people who took the effort we appreciate it thanks for supporting the show so that's that little shout out done I just want to give a quick shout out to someone because we said earlier about me trolling the local stores yeah and, and smashing people up uh, there's a campaign down at my local store to try and get people playing Age of Sigmar, and I've entered with a little mono zinch army, and um, it very went very well for me on the first night. I tabled all three opponents in a couple of turns. It was it's good fun. Um, just a shout out, you just bragging. Yeah, yeah, so, no, yeah. I was just going to give a shout out to a listener who I was talking to in the store, um, a guy called Jake. He, he's listened to all our um, all our shows. He particularly enjoyed the Clash episode where you raged about lizard men and just said <laughs> "fuck lizard men" for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> so, plenty more yeah. that to come, I'm sure. 
Yeah, and I rocked the combat gauge as well. Um, I was just in the store in a combat gauge, you know. Just I looked so cool. Just, just in the store in a combat gauge. Did yeah. You just, so you were stood in workshop in just a combat gauge. I I, I had a vest on as well, yeah. so. So you had a vest on oh. and boots. <laughs> Doc Martin's braces is a combat gauge. Yeah, <laughs> sexy. So yeah, that was that was that, and that's, that's why again. you and Les don't get on, isn't it? Because I. <laughs> the fact that Terry just wears a vest in a combat game he's into romper stomp <laughs> <laughs> right um, Terry get on we have mutual dislike for each other that's what I mean <laughs> it's hatred born of generations um, right okay so yeah it's cool so what store is that Terry Salisbury Salisbury there yeah you go. little campaign it's quite cool um, each week you get bonuses for what you know you did and it, there's like a little chart of like 10 names um, and each player that plays you can give you a name off the chart and then at the end of the like campaign whatever one you got the most votes for that'll be your store title so in my first three games I think I've got the Reaper the Cunning and the one Destroyer or something <laughs> <laughs> the raper. <laughs> let's not let's not go there. That was that was the cleverest thing I'm gonna say all podcast it's, as well. It's, it's too real. Um <laughs> so yeah, so that's basically what you've been up to, smashing up yeah. kiddies and games smashing workshop with your combat games workshop. Okay, so talking of events, so this I think will help invigorate the scene a little bit. So, today is Wednesday, and Blood and Glory tickets are now officially on sale, and Blood and Glory is an event that I've been to every year to run, which is twice, and it is always really good, very strong hobby focus, but good gaming as well. I've done fairly well when I've been at Blood and Glory, I've come first and second, so it's been good for me. Um, I love the event. for not getting third? Well, you know, that's this year. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> um, I I do I do enjoy the event. It's a good venue. It's it's kind of he tries to get like a convention feel to the event. So there's like some side events, there's some seminars, there's some X-wing. People tend to hang around because it's not like there's anywhere else to go. The bar's not unreasonable. There's some good food places around there. Good and fish some and chips people and get really drunk. Yes, they do, and and pass out in a curry house. Yes, don't they, Byron? Don't they, Byron? I didn't pass out anywhere. I went you passed out in the toilet. Uh, we found you in the toilet on the floor, so... <laughs> I, think, you know. I think Leggy did. They yeah, ate your vegetables, they ate your samosas as well. <laughs> yeah. They were just sat at the table like, we're going to eat your samosas. You left your food for Scouser, I mean, what did you expect? Yeah, no, one could, no one could eat my curry because it was too hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the veggie revenge. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like... Um, it's a good event. Um, yeah. they, they run several events over the weekend so the championship's the main event there's a skirmish event there's a uh, 500 point I don't know what they're doing this time it's it's 5 pool choice and right. 10 pool choice so go. the small game is the old 500 and yeah. the bigger game is the 1200 and then yeah. obviously the main event is the Friday, 24 don't they to yeah. two. I'm going to enter one on the Friday but not both yeah I think last time it was just it was too much because really it was, it was non-stop it's a really realistic goal for people who, like, maybe in my position or Russ's position who don't actually have an army ready. If you did want to start something new, it's brilliant to have a little 
bite-sized um, tournament to go to beforehand. Then you could just hang around for the rest of the weekend, and you'd still have a great time, even if you weren't playing. Yeah, um, it's, it's, um, it's a really, really good event. So I would say head over to the Bad Dice website, get your ticket, um, or the Warhammer Forum, uh, and, and come along and, and, and enjoy it. And I think that's probably going to be the best Age of Sigmar event um, of the year for people who are into it at the moment. I, I honestly think it's going to do a lot for the uh, the game. Good turnout. Yeah, yeah. And I, sure. I think it's going to be well. It's going to be a good crowd, and most of us are going to be there for bar less. Um, mm. It'll be a good crowd. Got some pottery classes. I'm, I'm genuinely oh, yeah. disappointed that I can't make it this time around again because yeah, I've been you, you and Jane doing a, a couple's pottery class or something. Isn't yeah, it your birthday weekend? It is my birthday weekend, yeah. And I can't go. Why can't you go? Just go. Because I'm moving. It's crippling me financially. You're not moving. No, I will be there. Not that weekend, though. No, but I've got to get everything ready and stuff. I've got fucking... You've seen how much shit I've got here. I've got to, like, fucking pack all this Tell stuff you what, well, well, sell some of that shit to pay for your ticket and then you don't have to pack it. Oh, no, I can't even get a fucking commission at the moment, can I? I'm fucking too expensive. Would we'll lower your prices, then. No, I'm fucking paying for my time. <laughs> so, you just got shit you don't need and come to Blood and Glory. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk off air. We'll talk off air. Yeah. We'll, we'll convince him. We'll convince. Him. I've already bought you a ticket. No, no. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past you knowing you. Well, you know, you wouldn't come anyway, you. That's Anyway, Blood and Glory. Um, I will talk about amazing. tribute, but what's the point? Because it's another game that we don't play, and this podcast isn't about Warhammer Eighth Edition, so. Um, <laughs> bit, bit of a shame. I was looking; that would have been my fourth tribute in a row. So, yeah, mind. I'm I'm sure next year will be Age of Sigmar if it runs. Or Kings of War, knowing the war shot. No, don't, don't. Okay. Okay. Um, whatever events we have got coming up. So London's we have calling. got yeah. So London's calling, which is at the. It's quite soon, isn't it? Yeah, that's the first week of November. I might go into this. You said you were going to come to it, but... I haven't done anything for it. You've not done anything for it, so... I'm pretty sure last time I spoke to you about it, maybe a few weeks ago, you were like, nah, nah, I can't be bothered or something. I don't know. I'm still on the list, right? You're you're on the list, but you've not got a ticket. As in, you're on the list, but not got a paid ticket. (laughs) They ain't going to sell out, are they? No, but I think they want to make a decision on how many tables and whatever they've got to get in. Mm. Well, I might be at that. I don't know yet. I'll make I'll a decision at the weekend. So, um, that's using the Clash Comp, I guess. It's Clash Comp, yep. yeah. And Blood and Glory's using the Clash Comp. Yep, and then there's the Reading Warfare. Yep, which you're running... Well, yeah, there's basically... Because there's, there's Age Sigma and 8th Edition. It, it was at the time when there was a choice of what system to run, and then it was a case of, you're not going to fill up either, run both. If you want to have a 60-man event have split well at the moment i think it's 40 and 24 or 42 and 22 so it's still a 64 turnout for the event so he's still sold all his tickets but is a good mix of players in both systems i think it's a war game show i think it was the way to go so so i'll probably be around because you're gonna stay at mine aren't you i'm gonna crash yours so if you come with me on saturday you can come down i might not play i just might turn off and do some shopping yeah, yeah, just go and try and pick up some more more terrain for my infinity. Um, I mean, Obsession. I mean, Age Sigma. I mean, 
Random. Just a just a random one as well. Um, there is a Age of Sigmar event going on at the Worcester War Games, um, which is in um, sort of like a little church that they do each year. It's on the eighth of November, um, and apparently it's free. You okay. don't have to pay to go. Where's the details of that? Is that on the Warmer Forum? No, no. This is um, it's um, from the War Chief group chat that they've just sent. I just found it. They mentioned it the other day, but I can't find anything on the War Chief's forum. But we will. I'll find some of that and put it in the show notes. But yeah, so it's a Worcester. It's a free one day Age of Sigmar event. Nice. Yeah. Eighth um, of November. There you go. And probably the next one is Bjorn again. We should Bjorn talk again. About. Yeah. Um, being run by Tony Moore this year instead of Maudsley because he's he's he was busy with moving getting house. married and stuff and moving house and. Yeah. Yeah, moving house, what an lame excuse. I know. <laughs> and and uh, the tickets are available on Element Games website. Yeah. They use using independent pools, but you can mix your armies. Yeah, Tony's so you can top actually guy. take the factions you want. Yeah, that's a big appeal, I think. And you're right, Tony's sound, so... He's a really nice laid-back guy. Um, I think it's at the Northwest Gaming Centre. It's a bit far for us, but... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to tempted? go... I am tempted to go for mm. the weekend just because it'll be that'll be my sort of weekend of roughly my birthday and the last two Bjorns have been the weekend of my birthday so mm. it's it's been all right it's yeah. just a bit of a mission like if by if if we can maybe convince Byron to go then uh, we can all can go out up, we can all go out and do something armies. like we did last time. The fact that you can mix up armies is a massive appeal. Yes, yeah, so it appeals to me because I can take my mixed army. So maybe maybe we might go then. Yeah, I I think we should just go have a laugh, go get some quality food again like last time, just oh, chill that out. Was that was amazing. Right? That was like the highlight <laughs> of Aegon was just all hanging out and eating that quality food together. <laughs> we'll Byron's see. We'll pad. see. We might be there, but it the de- the details are on the Warner forum. Um, we'll put yeah. it in the show notes. Yep. Um, Firestorm Fours is in um, Cardiff in February. Going to be amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. we're going to be there in force. Yeah, um, I've got a first place to defend. What title you yeah, guys do? <laughs> we're not going to be able to carry you. We've got Les on the team. Uh, I took a second place. I suppose I better play a game of Age of Sigma, aren't I? Yeah, you better put your fucking finger out. But oh, you're not taking Stormcast either. Why not? Because of shit. Okay. Well, I don't know. They might be good then. <coughs> Depends. If you can mix order in and give them Empire Wizards. Just like we did at me. No, we just can get really drunk. That's what yeah. I'm gonna do. I said to Russ, like, I'll go, but I'm just Let's just let's just it. like boss the painting. Okay. Yeah. Right, so yeah. I'll tell you what, Les, Les and I can change our basing schemes and then we can all come with the same basing. You fucking don't, you dare. <laughs> I've only we based like the Rustfield <laughs> basing experience is what we're gonna call our team. I know, my, my demon army is just just some some tentacles away from uh... <laughs> just some tentacles away. <laughs> take the, the, the dark house and put tentacles on the snow basin, and then I'll have like two areas of Rustfield basin. We're going to be team tentacle. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. So we get get Byron to wear like a Japanese schoolgirl dress, and we can all tentacle <laughs> fuck him in the middle of the fucking. Like, we pack him in like oh, <laughs> spunk bucket for the second year. Come to Byron. But the highlight of Firestorm Fours will be when we go to the smokehouse for food. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they don't do veggie. 
I'm sure we do. can do something in there for him. He did. I, I, I went there. Oh, did oh. you? The place where everyone was obsessed with steak and burgers. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was there and I got a, a very, very mediocre shitty veggie burger that they at least microwave separately from all the meat for me because I checked. Me. Well. <laughs> we can we'll, eat we'll go because we like meat. So, yeah. We can do fucky vegetarian. And then beaner food on the next night, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beaner food. We could, we could go to Nando's or something. Oh, sorry, I know you meant by beaner. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, oh, I, I, I cross wires. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's basically most of the events. I mean, we've probably missed some. A little bit Age of Sigmar, but yeah, any others? There's Downfall. Oh, yeah. Which I think there's only one person on the list for at the moment, and the tickets have been on sale for like a month or two. Is that right? It's probably going to outsell the. Uh, Games Workshop Age of Sigmar event. <laughs> uh, I'm sure uh, it'll have a high, if two people went, I'm sure it would still have a higher retention rate on the second day than the GW Oh, you've also got the Mansfield Mall. As you say, the mall. Ah, uh, yeah. Which, which is, is the in Darklands. The so it's in the same edition. place as the um, Sheffield event. Yeah. 7th of 8th of November, so it's the same weekend as Bjorn again. That's a shame. No, it's not. No, London's calling. Okay. Sorry, because that's in December, that's isn't it? Um, it's Darklands, Age of Sigmar. Eighth um, edition. Is it eighth as well? Yeah, I think and Kings no, of War as no, well. It's just it's just I Darklands think... and ADS. Oh, yeah, they thought, took out eighth edition. There was That's... only one dude wanting to play eighth, wasn't there? I think so it was, they, was it um, oh, Dave with the Dark Elves. Ah, oh, he had the snow basin. So every Dark Elf player. Good story. We've got um, <laughs> we've got twenty three <laughs> signed up for Age of Sigmar and thirteen for Darklands, so. That's pretty good. I, I, I'm sure there's still tickets available if people want to go. It's short notice now by the time the show's out, but that that's, you know, good venue, good crowd. You've got ben, Ben's there, both the Ben's. Um, it's going to be a laugh. I think it's, it'd be well worth the trip if you're in that neck of the woods. Um, Travel Lodge just up the road, good good venue, cheap, uh, good crowd. Timmy Fisher, who's running it, is top guy. So... Um, and it'd be quite interesting to go and see some Darklands if you're interested in that. So yeah, I think um, Luke Morton is going to be running some like intro events at other events as well. Mm. He's trying to get people into. Well, Dark hopefully, events. we we could message him and see if he's going to turn up to um, Blood Glory. Who Luke? Yeah, I did message him and see if he was just going to come hang for the weekend, but he, see if he his wife lets him out. He's he could unsure. be working. He could be at work too soon. Yeah. At work, yeah, yeah. too soon. Uh, <laughs> He stares up in his overalls, smudges some paint on his and face. Something else is worth a mention. Few people have been asking on Twitter, and uh, Dan confirmed that the venue for South Coast has been booked. Yeah. So that's uh, that's something to look forward to next year. And that will be an Age of Sigmar event. Okay. Yeah. It might also have some other events. Yeah. Cool. Um, I am thinking about running an Infinity side event, but we'll see. Cool. There you go. Maybe not. That's, that's the calendar of the next six months, sorted. Yeah, but basically, what we're basically saying is there is stuff out there. There is Just stuff out along. there to do. There Just is still in. a scene. Um, it's not been a lot until now, uh, and that's actually not that uncommon for normal 
sort of gaming? I mean, obviously you had the new release, you had Clash, and then September, October has been a bit quiet. It, it, but yeah, you're right. It is usually like that because people bugger yeah. off to the ETC and stuff, and then it's just like a cool down period, and then the next sort of event is usually sort of tribute in October. Yeah. So yeah. November's always crazy. So no, the last two Novembers, I've done four in a row. Yeah, it, it, the last it's two years. Done. Um, so this year would have been the same, but Bjorn's on a different weekend this year, so it's four break one, a uh, three break one. So yeah, so um, hopefully we'll see some people at those events um, support it. Get if you're listening to this, out. you're into Age of Sigma and you want the community to grow, go to the events and you know embrace it, and it'll grow and uh, we'll go from there. But I think I think there's there's a lot coming out that, that we can do, which is going to be quite good. So and the scene is going to change. New oh, people are going to come. It, yeah, Old people are going to come back. Eighth. Did so, from 6th to 7th. So. You know, some new people are going to come along and fill the space of the people who have gone to other games. So it's exactly. not the end of the world. Just give it time. Yeah. And um, although I am playing other games, it doesn't mean I'm not going to play Age of Sigma. So. Yeah. Because some, some other right bastards converted me into playing some other game. <laughs> I went from having no Infinity models to 32 Infinity models. <laughs> which is like out. the entire range of that army. Oh. 50 hours later, you can have all your metal models. <laughs> I've, Byron, I've built them all. Byron sat there rubbing his hands together, going, like, Come on, Terry, come on. <laughs> no more <laughs> demons for you to buy. <laughs> hey, I bought some plague bearers off him a few days ago. Yep. And right. <laughs> oh, that was something we missed. What? I know we talked about it, but Games Workshop released their um, paints, didn't they? The air range. Yeah, yes. whatever. And they are, they're good. They are actually really good. Um, like any paint range, like, uh, I wrote. Uh, fairly decent article, it's only a little one um, it's on the Element Games blog about them but it's just like any other paint range Like some are fantastic, some are less than fantastic but you can't order them from me, right? can, oh you can, can. Yeah, you can buy, buy them online they, they changed, they changed, changed their mind very slyly with no publicity which is a silly way because they realised it was really stupid yeah I think so yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a quite a compact paint range, they've chosen a very good selection of paints in there, I would liken it to game colour uh, what's yeah. Name, uh, from Vallejo. Um, but they Mephiston they matched up some good ones. Yeah, Mephisto on red in airbrush is fucking mm, sexy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, really, and the really only good. the only thing that was missing is they're in pots, not dropper bottles. But go on eBay, get yourself a pack of 30, 20 mil dropper bottles from China for like three quid. They can't that shit. And then and bang them all in squeezy bottles instead, which or, is what I've done. Using the colours straight, one of the pluses of popper tops that people don't often talk about is that you can just pour your shit straight back into the paint pot if you oh, put yeah. it too much, which people don't realise but if, mm. you, if you're painting armies it's, it's quite a positive in my eyes actually, and you've got to find them when <laughs> it's less positive. Top tip. Top yep. tip. So uh, you can actually buy the full pot. range of um, air paints? Yep, we've got a bundle. Your website? Extra discount, there's two. There's one that includes... Hang on, hang on, you're doing it wrong. You're giving people extra discount? Yeah, it's revolutionary. It's crazy. We were we were smoking one hell of a laugh crack and uh, we just left the mistake up there. <laughs> there. So there's one there. with all the paints and there's one with all the paints and a thinner and the cleaner. Yeah, oh, cleaner. So if you don't want the thinner and the cleaner, then um, and you don't have to get them. But uh, we've got two bundles up there. Mm. They're well worth trying out. There's like particularly the the browns and the sandy colours. Um, I love all the GW browns and stuff though. It's yeah. They were missing out one of my favourite. The only thing I was upset at is that they didn't have Doomball in there, 
but um, they've got mm. like it's a really really well chosen range of well, Baneblade Brown, Carrack Stone, Steel Legion Drab, yeah, Shabti Bone, Sandry Dust, all over that. Yeah, shit. I got those. those yeah. Yeah. My favourite though, Moot Green. Oh, what a colour! It comes out amazingly as an airbrush colour. Uh, there's yeah. a little so good. on my review. Uh, a few of them tested. Um, worth noting, uh, the metals were not up to retribution armor standards, in my opinion. Um, but they could just be Vallejo air range. Well, it, it's, it's difficult to f- define good for airbrushing. Um, like you don't necessarily always want one coat coverage, and some no. people get too tied up with that because um, you can achieve different results with the Citadel air range mm. depending how many layers you do, which is really good. But um, for your for your beginner or someone who just wants to produce an army, may not be quite what they're into. So the metallics will not just give you one coat coverage instantly, particularly the. Uh, the, the lead belt I tried was a bit lacklustre in, in all ways, in all honesty. Like, it's not a techie paint that you can apply in five layers. And it's not a pigment slot. It's not a pigment slot by any means. The Viston Red and Moot Green, however, and Tau Light Ochre, whatever it's called, um, are amazing. Some really They've got some stuff. nice sort of, um, like, turquoisey blues and stuff yeah, as well. Yeah, I got the... So te- I got Temple Guard Blue, which is a beautiful colour. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Cyberite Green and... Lothram blue. I think I've got... Is it Teclas blue as well? Mm. I like Lothram the fact you've blue. got Rust grey and the Fang as well. Yeah, they are... Really... And Orphan grey. If you're doing Space Walks, that's really useful. Mm-hmm. Tower Light Oak is a really nice base coat for yellow or orange it, as well. It comes out really well as well. They thin absolutely beautifully. Mm. Um, you can use them at low pressure. Uh, they are not... They're not on, like, posh airbrushing level in terms no. of how fine the pigments are by any means. Uh, they're not Tamiya at all, but not many things are. No, I was no. Say, you've fallen in love with Tamiya, haven't you? Yeah, Tamiya's amazing. Yeah, Death that's what Forest I did my, first, my, my first demons with Tamiya greens. The greens in Tamiya, obviously, from all the tank range, are pretty unrivaled. They're good if you want drab stuff, um, mm. but this is a really good selection of fairly vibrant fantasy painted colours, and they paint with a brush really, really well, just because they're made for airbrushing. Because they're pre-thinned, basically. Yeah, exactly. They're pre-thinned, and they've got a high pigment count, and the pigments are fine, which is what every standard paint range should include these days. So mm, might have to pick myself up a set. Yeah, they they are really tasty actually. Um, I'm eyeing up some of the browns now. They look really cool. And you can get those from Elma Games. Let's iron up the brown. <laughs> iron up the brown with the nose. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> first fucking this nose is not joke. the brown eye. Fucking two hours in, and there's the first fucking nose joke. I I, I wanted to bust out earlier, but. You like bust one out in his nose. Yeah, <laughs> I restrained. Not enough money in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Your nose and money are often linked, aren't they? I thought um, you said you were <laughs> up for money. Hey, we could do a deal for your Blood and Glory ticket. <laughs> Terry gets a kiss on my face, I'll get a Blood and Glory ticket. <laughs> oh. I, did, I yeah. didn't realise you were that desperate to go, mate. <laughs> what has this well, podcast become? I don't know. <laughs> On the, well, to return to well remembered Terry, I'd, I'd completely forgotten they come out, and I've used them, and I was quite interested. And you made a guide as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I was giving, giving you some free plug on your guide. Thank you very much. Um, I didn't mention because I didn't think you could buy them and I, from, like, unless you went into a games workshop, yeah, so I wasn't interested. Yeah, they are tasty. Um, if you do want dropper bottles, by the way, we now sell them individually on Element Games. Uh, yeah, like 35 mil uh, uh, bigger ones, which if you're like putting thinner or something, that's quite useful. Um, yeah, empty drop yeah. a bottle. That's cool. There you go. Yep. Um, is that everything? Because I had one one topic I wanted to bring up 
um, that I thought of when we were doing the earlier section. Oh, your chopper pottles have got the, the screw lid, haven't they? We. That's quite useful. Go on then, Byron. Bust out your topic. Okay, so um, we've been talking about, well, particularly when Les was talking about uh, having feelings similar to mine and Russ's and maybe not wanting to fork out 300 quid on something you're not entirely sure about. That made me think, what, what do you guys... We covered this in the past when we were talking about painting armies and things, but now what do you think are the Bunyers' safe bets um, uh, financially or just in terms of cohesion um, that that you would be going for if you were buying an army and you didn't want it to be rendered irrelevant in the near future? My um, my top pick for that is Demons because okay. they're on round bases, so it's straight away a 40k army as well. Okay. Not a bad one. And I guess they've also like their canon hasn't changed too much. They've had some updated models, and the Bloodthirster hasn't massively changed their style. It's just a more modern kit. Like they've not they've not completely gone 180. Slanesh is a bit wobbly, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I would, for me, um, I would say Chaos is a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Um, you've basically got you can see the design direction of Chaos with the Storm um, Fiends. Well, just with the new. The corn. The new corn stuff. You can see the yeah. direction of the way that Chaos looks, and Chaos still looks like Chaos. So I would say if you were going to touch any of the later kits to do with, obviously doing corn bloodbound, that's a safe bet. It's out. Stormcast Eternals, it's out. Um, and what I would say as well, if you were doing Stormcast and you did a smallish army, that if when the, if you're interested oh, in independent comp events and the pools open up to the four factions and I'll tell you now for South Coast it will be four factions um, you can um, it'll be really good because you can put those units in other armies so I think that's a safe bet but for me like anything that's sort of le- um, end times kit so I think even the Skaven stuff's quite safe Yeah, because obviously there's been quite a lot of exposure in the books of the Pestilent stuff the thing is, Skaven's their own sort of thing anyway. Yes, their own IPs. They're one of the most yeah. unique IPs. Yeah. Sure. So you're probably safe with that. I, I would say as well that you've got this Sylvanath stuff, so the Wood Elf Tree Spirits. I was yeah. going to say that, because that ties with an extremely good value for money bundle. Yes, because yeah. there's a really, really good box set. That box yeah, set he... is amazing. Which is sold out on the Games Watcher website. Is yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh, they're in, they're in store still. The Salisbury store's got a couple. I know. Oh, that. they'll still be around. It's just they haven't got any at the moment. I believe it's it's one of those things. It's that popular. Yeah, I don't think we've had the heads up on it running out. But that kit is awesome. Also, it, like if you wanted to pick an army to paint fast, you're going to struggle in fantasy currently to beat something themed around those kits. Especially with the um, new airbrush paints. Yeah, definitely. You've got all the browns and that to do. Um, and the greys. You've got dried barks in there. Really, really cool. Mm-hmm. I um, would say I think it's a I think it's an army that's hard to do a really top end job on quickly because those dryad models are difficult to paint to a high standard without bleeding a load of time into them. Those three men look incredible if you put the time in as well. Yeah, I think the only thing that put me off that army is mold lines. Yeah, because yeah. the dryads are old. The dryads are old, but also they're lots of spindly, spiky bits, and that's a nightmare. Yeah. A lot of tubes. Which have to have a seal on either side because there's no other way to do it. Yeah, I I would say things. I don't know what else really. I mean, so if you looking at some of the newer stuff, I mean, like, do you think that you know 
obviously the dwarf's aesthetic's going to change, but they've just released a load of those new kits. Do you think they're that they're them irrelevant? Yeah, you know. Do you think that stuff like the Iron Drakes and the I would dwarfs. I think dwarfs are getting a massive overhaul. Yeah, I wouldn't touch dwarfs, Bretonians, elves, elves or Empire or Empire. I would. I would destruction. I think is quite safe. I'm not sure about undead. Undead's the other one. Yeah. If, you, if I was doing undead, I would be looking at the direction of the kits for stuff like Nagash, the Mortarks, the Spirit, spirit Host, host. Oh, the, the Morgoth Arkery, that all though in the Harbingers, those those style. So I think you're going to stick towards the Vampire Count style. Yes. More than the Tomb King style, but that's a little bit risky. Lizardmen, I think, is a bit risky. But yeah, potentially. Yeah. There are also a lot of that ranges direct only, which is just it's it's inhibiting mm. when you're trying to do things. Um, what about if budget was a concern along with this? What like the the forest host one is ridiculously cheap. Um, what, well, Stormcast what, Army would be ridiculously cheap if you bought anything the that rolls starter, the starter set. set. Yeah, mm. and same with the corn. Um, I think ogres are a really good army. Yeah. Um, I think the models are are cool. They're not. It's not like gonna. I mean, you buy a battalion, couple boxes. I mean, you're still gonna have to look at like 150 quid, aren't you, for an army at the minimum? Yes, that's pretty decent, really. I think you could get a decent demon army quite cheap as well. Yeah, I think I think you could do a nice Nurgle army if you took something like the Glockkin. Or like the couple of the Black of Lords and, and some Blight Kings. Kings, yeah. Then you know you're gonna have. I mean, it's a shame you can't get the Pestilent Swarm anymore, but you could get a decent sized army for um, you know, for the money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you just take like if we talk about the the pool choice, units which cost high pool costs and you know are fun to paint, quick to paint. I think Nurgle's there. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, to be honest, I think the safest army to collect is Stormcast or Chaos, basically. Yeah, yeah. I do think Joe demons aren't going to change that much either. No, they're not going to change. And even if they did, like Terry said, you could just sell it as a forty k army. It's hard for me not to do it. Like the the temptation, if I was going to rush it out for an event, is just like just do it. Just do demons again. Like I, mm. I, I'm practiced. I know how it goes. Uh, One day I've got demons. Some of the models. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, Nurgle wall, two minutes done. Uh, and guess what? Nurgle's really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I I think that was that's a more positive way to look at. It, I think like we've, we've covered the pretty large amount of events that are coming up. That like a meta will develop soon, especially with people consistently using similar comp. Although I do hope that it it veers towards the four armies rather than having it any other way I hope that so that makes sense because um, I mean I'd quite like to and I probably should touch on this Forge World have released rules for all their stuff yep yeah. um, I would quite like to have some Chaos Dwarfs in my Chaos Army yeah. I want some Plague Toads in my army I've actually got you don't uh, have to rank them up now either they're really good <laughs> I've actually got like Kazrit the Befouled I've got the Spawn and the um, Chaos Sorcerer dude um, yeah yeah with his little minion. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I, 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 there's, there's a lot of the Forgewood stuff I'd like to use. 
What about the plate toad dude? The yeah. plate toad dragon? Because that would be really cool. It's like a never centerpiece for your army, wouldn't it? So, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't really like the model. If I'm you honest. could convert like the use the dragon model, and then convert the guy on top. That's the bit I don't like. There, <laughs> put, you don't like, put like a put no, a seashell like on it. Yeah, <laughs> put some flock on it, and they make it in the paint competition. Um, <laughs> I thought we were talking about. They never release that show. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's the Forge have released. I mean, the Legion of of Asgoth, the 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 the, the, the Chaos Dwarf stuff. I, I, I sold my Chaos Dwarf army, um, but yeah, the guy on like the the ball center and the Drazoff and yeah, stuff, like um, with the the sort of like the, the Taurus that'd be really cool. But to even have. just like a unit of you know like Infernal Guard with with a, a sorcerer would be cool. The Kadai Fireborn as well. They're actually not bad in rules wise now, are they? As well, uh, I think ugh, they're. Ugh, don't know about that. What um, I, we 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 did get a lot of questions about how what about their war scrolls? I haven't looked at them in a lot of detail yet. We might do a show on it. Um, we could do a mini, just a mini show. Yeah, a mini them. show maybe. Um, we could we could bash that out. Yeah, sort of bash one out on Liz's yeah. nose. But, uh, <laughs> Definitely not a thing. No, it's not a thing. I don't know about the Fireborn. They're okay. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're as good. I mean, they're summonable, which is a bit weird. So they're like demons, but not. They're they're okay. I just don't think they're. They're like three damage, I suppose, aren't they? They're not. They haven't got fours and fours, three attacks, d three damage, three inch reach, which is nice. They fly, only movement eight, five up saves, a bit of a killer, but they get plus two against us. Doesn't have rend. Um, all units are in three. Uh, suffer a mortal wound. At the end of the combat, but actually you as well as them, um, and you can summon them. What's the burning bright rule? You add two to your add save. Add two to your against... save of nothing. Yeah, so they're okay. I don't think they're amazing, but they're not. They're not as bad as they used to be. So, no. um, but they're cool models. So you know, there's a good excuse to take them. I think they're really cool models. So that's what I was sort of thinking about. Yeah, exactly. So they're they're really nice. Uh, I'd like to see some painted decently though. So Luke, Luke had some. Oh yeah, Luke's demon actually army. really nice. Yeah, he used them as um, exalted flamers. Oh uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, he, I think his mate borrowed them and used them against you, didn't he? Uh, Bjorn. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I saw him. Yeah, because um, I can't think what his name is. Is it Fabian? Yeah, Fabian, Fabian Quinn. Yeah. yeah, he he played the Chaos Dwarves against me. So yeah, they are nice models. Um, I would say. I would say basically, Age of Sigma. If you're going to start an army, I think you might have to just be prepared to that you might have to change it or add to it later on. Yeah. If you're going to pick something that isn't Chaos or Stormcast, or try and be safe and pick the most recent kit in the range, and just you know. Yes. Yeah, it's not a bad, mm. not a bad bit. Because if if it's going to get replaced the most recent will probably be the last one to get replaced. So yeah. I mean, like, if you were doing Orcs and Goblins, like, Savage Orcs and Forest Goblins probably a safe bet. Yeah. Because, you know, there is, even in one of the main books, there's pictures of the Forest Goblins. Um, and maybe steer clear of Finecast. 
because oh, that stuff's all going to be getting replaced, isn't it? So yeah, definitely stay stay clear of that. Um, For your own health as well. What is that? Because <laughs> it's just shit. I don't know. I've I've had mixed. I've had some good fine cast models. Yeah, to be fair, yeah. I've I've had some it's okay just, ones. It's really quite annoyingly just as it got far better. It's being rendered a little bit irrelevant potentially, mm. but the models are the models are really solid now on the whole. I would say, particularly uh, the more chunky models. Uh, a few of the Lizardman ones are fantastic, um, and my like the best model I've ever painted. Self um, Ren. Yep. Yep. Mine was Who amazing. I also recently just painted as well. Yeah, and he's he's a really really good fine cast sculpt. So I've got some fine cast Squig Hoppers, and they're flawless. I've got yep. some fine cast um, Tomb King stuff. It's flawless. Um, I had, and conversely, I had fine cost Tunky stuff when it was the first stuff, and it was awful. Same. It, it's just as they've got more refined on it, it's good. Uh, personally, I think ogres are a safe bet as well. Yes. I, I think you know, get, get Stonehorn. They look amazing. Stonehorn, Iron Blaster, get your battalion in. Get like a fire belly or something. Um, you're away, really. You got everything there. Um, pretty good, pretty good army. Could be set back about. 150 quid and then you've got a fairly decent army and then if they release some cool orc kits the new direction of aurochs or grots I would love to see those you can add them in you could just add them in because it's destruction uh, comp depending of course yep. um, I would say as well if you've got any old stuff lying around maybe rebase it spruce it up a bit I mean, like, for me, I've got my 7th edition High Elf army, which wasn't enough models in it to be an 8th edition army. Actually, for Age of Sigma, if I rebased it on rounds, yep. it'd be a decent army. Mm. Very um, nicely painted, too. Yeah, thanks. Take I that mean, to um, I'm tempted. Glory. I'm tempted. And just do, like, a Phoenix to add to it or something. Yeah. Um, it's tempted. Um, definitely tempted. Because I've actually got a Phoenix in a box. So... Yeah, because you bought it for your Dark Elves, didn't you? Well, for my uh, Malekith army, yeah. Yeah. I could even just rebase my Malekith on a round and use that as my Dragon Lord. Yeah. Because he's the one model I really like out of my Dark Elf army. <coughs> but there you go. Some food for thought. Is that everything? I think so. I know the show's been a bit random, but... That, but the hobby is just random at the moment. There's no direction yeah. real in it. There's just, a everything's a bit up in the air. So it's free content. Don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine. Um, check in the post. Uh, no, um, what we'll probably do is, is it because we've got some events coming up, obviously Blood and Glory coverage we're playing at. Uh, we have London's uh, calling coverage and potentially Bjorn coverage. Um, there are going to be more shows coming out there's going to be more gaming focused shows coming out um, we'll probably want to do a show hobby wise talking about the new paint ranges when Pyron gets them in and yep. also um, probably do a more in depth show on chipping and, and oil washes and some of the stuff that Byron's been, been doing up by accident recently because it's really interesting and just when I've been on Skype and we've been talking about it it's actually been quite interesting and talk about other products and things and and you know I can I've got some chipping medium I want to try out my infinity terrain and stuff so it'll be interesting to talk through this sort of stuff and give people viewpointers from a hobby show um, definitely and we'll um, I've just tweeted a couple of things 
a couple of the pictures of what I've been painting recently. Um, Terry, you're not short of ammunition there. If you pop up yours, then people can have a little look at it on our Twitter feed. Um, so, yeah, people can see what we've been working on. I haven't been painting. I'm trying to keep mine a little bit under wraps until um, the few weeks leading up to like Blood and Glory and stuff. Maybe your mass production tray of bases. Yeah, I was thinking about putting that up, but I don't. Hundred bases. Hundred bases. I, I don't know. I just I don't want people to go. Oh, that's cool, and then and then it be oh. forgotten oh, about. Oh, yeah. yeah, but in the converse, you want people to go look at it, so they need to know that you're doing something. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Just so. what we were saying before. Maybe I'll put a picture of the the grand clean one up that I, I took like two weeks ago. So. Definitely, I think you should. What's that? I think you should, because especially if you've got the one where it's got the green stuff, it's before it's undercoated. Do it. Just one. Oh, what, just the, do the great and clean one? Yeah. Yeah, just yeah I, I think I already put that one up. Yeah, that's right. It's good to go again, isn't it? Good to go again. Yeah, I'll just retweet it a bunch of times. It's fine. Exposure. <laughs> Different I'll, I'll do a Steve Foot campaign. <laughs> we'll oh, have you, seen his, have you seen his David Cameron pictures that he's done? Yeah. Like the boardroom meetings where yeah. they're all playing Warhammer. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, some Photoshop skills. Yeah. I think that's everything, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So thanks for listening. Um, and we'll have a new show out soon, hopefully. Probably won't be a six-week wait again, but there you go. <laughs> nah, it should be a lot quicker. I think um, uh, there's going to be a new Paint Hammer competition announced on Twitter as well at some point. Yeah, soon. I should talk yeah. about that because I've actually been in a private conversation with well, sort of like a group of us being DM'd. Uh, talking about the next one and it's going to be a terrain piece so I think it's going up tomorrow and I'm actually going to enter that because I'm going to put a terrain piece in for Blood and Glory yeah and you do have to take four pieces and I've got all the new terrain for um, Age of Sigmar so I might paint that up I might even get some games which have air paints and Mm. you get break out the airbrush get some weather and powder on do it over the weekend it's all built ready to go so yeah, I've, I was looking at it last time I was over. I've got some terrain to be building, uh, to be painting as well, so I think I might have a might have a go at it as well. Yeah. <laughs> no one can get motivation to paint an army. We're all really psyched for terrain. Our yeah, terrain yeah. at the moment is is doing my boat, but it's all MDF modular slot in infinity terrain. <laughs> yeah, Warsnall porn. Yeah, Warsnall. Oh. <laughs> if only they could get the stock easy in this country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I'll grow up one day. Yeah. There you go. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon.